Thanks to Sunday for supporting FilmSack. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you go visit GetSunday.com slash FilmSack20. Your take on this, Jerry. The people are going to love it, Mr. President. Our only conflict is whether we ambush the 6 o'clock news or hold up for prime time. Well, screw the press. This is a need-to-know situation. We should make it top secret, and we should move in right away with DEFCON 4. Mr. President, we cannot sit on this. General Casey, do you have an opinion? Well, sir, do we know they're hostile? Martian detail. <laughs> this is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, one and all. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 545, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. Joined today by Brian. All his cows are on fire, done away. All the meat is cooking. I'll take mine rare. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack, we grab a theremin and tune into big budget 90 Hollywood, 90s Hollywood. That's what I'm going with. 90s Hollywood homage to those terrible but awesome low budget sci-fi films of the 50s. So fire up your Willie's Jeep and head for the mountain. Hold on a second, guys. Three small but brainy-looking Martians just walked into my office and are acting at me. Okay, since it's 2022, I'm just going to fire up Google Translate and point it at their giant brain noggins. Ack, okay. Oh, ack. Oh, and another ack. Okay. That roughly translates to, oh, we come in peace. Oh, good. They do come in peace. And now they're making the universal sign for donuts. Sorry, little dudes. Duncan is closed. Boy, those guys are ugly. Speaking of ugly, they appear to be offering me a choice of would you rather, with my options being Sarah Jessica Parker's head on a Chihuahua's body or Chihuahua's head on Sarah Jessica Parker's body. Oh, man. Mm, uh, mm, my response is, mm, ack, Randy, grab me my Slim Whitman album. We are going to war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you already invoked the most awkward looking thing in the history of film, the dog on Ever. her body. Ooh. Yeah, do you prefer yeah, yeah, do you prefer a dog head on woman body or woman body on dog or I think I prefer I mean nightmare fuel is the dog head on her body. That really weirded me out still to yeah. this minute. It still freaks me out. Well, it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't a friggin' chihuahua. I know, right? <laughs> little tiny head. Little what would barky, you prefer? Anything Doberman. else? Golden Retriever. Yeah. Oh, see, that'd be super cute. You're right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but hair's hard to do in CGI. Maybe, anyway. maybe an Irish setter. I don't know. <laughs> With us also, Randy, let's play 90s Hollywood star roulette Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. And my fellow Americans, thank you all for tuning in to this surprise live broadcast from the White House. We're pleased to see that they now have TV screens up inside the casinos in Las Vegas. And the casinos are absolutely packed full of people at 9 a.m. on a Thursday. In a few years, with the advent of something called social media, 
We'll stop caring about TV messages from the president, and he'll become only the 237th most influential voice on Twitter, just behind Stephen Fry, but ahead of Chrissy Teigen. Again, there's a global emergency. Don't panic. We're Mm -hmm. all going to be fine as long as you follow my three basic rules for surviving a global emergency after a television speech by the president. Number one, use the military. I mean, this goes without saying, right? It's what we do. Number two, give peace a chance. Am I right, hippies? I know you're out there and you're going to be depicted as surviving this thing. Because white doves and bunny rabbits and... Aww. Number three. Let's just admit it. We're going to need to get lucky. We're going to need this thing to end because of a gigantic stroke of luck. Like the legend of the phoenix. All ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet spinning? The force from the beginning. Love. We've come too far to give up who we are. So let's raise the bar and our cups to the stars. Number three. I can see that. <laughs> see? You need to injure us with you need to injure us with Ibit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was over here getting lucky. Uh, oh, right, right. staying up all, no, staying up all night together. Oh, were you lucky, all right. up all night together? Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Uh fair enough. Finally with us, Brian, just like those people in the final third act, he would not leave the casino Ibit. Yeah. Oh. The, the joys of being third sometimes. Mm-hmm. Good yes. evening, my fellow Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row. I love it. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. I apologize for interrupting your regular podcast, but I have a very important announcement to make. Before I begin, I want to assure the listening audience that I can vouch for the sobriety of three of the four hosts of FilmSack, and that ain't bad. <laughs> now, on to the announcement. Firstly, I want to prepare you if we say anything bad about Tim Burton in the next couple hours. For every Beetlejuice, there's a Dark Shadows. No director has a lost record that's the international symbol of the donut. (laughs) Also, I need to provide some explanations for the people of 2022. There was a time in Las Vegas when the inside of the Luxor looked as Egyptian-themed as the outside. Yeah, oh. there were there were people walking around in King Tut and Nefertiti costumes, and there was even a moat ride that took you by some mummies, but you know, no, no longer. Uh, and there was indeed a hotel casino called Stardust. That, that, that was oh. real. Oh, yeah, that was real, yeah. Finally, to sum up, in a world of movies based on board games, video games, and theme park rides, this one is based on a set of trading cards, which makes it the best movie based on trading cards. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I, I, oh, what about, the, what about the garbage pill kids? Oh, That's a pretty close. I never saw, I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. There's totally a movie, Garbage Pill Kids, based on. I, and Tops did uh, the Garbage Pill Kids as well. I didn't realize how much they were influenced it's by still Mars the Attacks. Best by the movie way, based on uh, trading cards, yeah, probably. Very, <laughs> but there is at least room for wiggling. Yeah, there, there is. At least yes, number two. Exactly. Now I'm remind me, Soriyama, Soriyama season two uh, trading cards. There you go. Movie. There you go. Digimon, the animated film. Hey, uh, here's my question. Yeah. So Mars Attacks. Yeah. Uh, we who had not seen it. I have not seen it. This okay. is my first first uh, viewing. viewing. Okay, cool. Okay, yes. same here. I, I may as well it. have not seen it. I I'm sure that I did because I remember sort of like marking it down in my memory as a a movie that I like. I don't want to say walked out of, but like 
You disliked I, it greatly. I right? probably pull. I probably pulled a book out of my pocket and started reading in the theater or something. Like I just like, I Nerd. completely, completely <laughs> tuned out and and I disliked this movie so much when I saw it one time in 1996 that I like it became that you know one of those in your memory you know one of those yeah, okay. movies yeah I remember yeah I, last week you were you were like oh I don't know about this I remember hating it or whatever and I thought well I wonder if it'll change like if you'll have one of those one of those moments where you're like all this time has passed I can now see it with fresh eyes and and whatever and because I hadn't seen it then I don't have that experience so I'm I'm curious how this show is going to evolve and how Randy's uh, view of it Did we may talk have about changed. Mars attacks yet? Did we say what we're Yeah, we did. I mentioned it. Okay. Mars attacks is the film. Uh, Mars attacks point. <clears throat> 10, yep. 1996 yep. Tim Burton mm-hmm. yep. film that you yep. probably didn't see or maybe you did. I don't know. I, a, I saw I saw it in theaters and I I remember not liking it and I and I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> Can so, save any hesitation, any suspense. I enjoyed it a lot more this time. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I think, I think, uh, putting some distance between its initial release and now helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm, I'm 100 with with uh, with Ibit, even though I didn't see it back then, so I don't have any sort of prior feelings about it. Uh, I remember not seeing it for that reason. I remember not wanting to go, going, this just looks dumb and way too, like, on the nose. I won't go. I didn't want to (laughs) go. I remember Kim wanted to go, and I didn't want to go. So I didn't go, and we're like, all right, whatever, and then never saw it on video. But you know what? I kind of had a good time with it. (laughs) It was all right. It was stupid. It was as dumb as it could ever be, but... It was also, like, uh, peak Burton in some ways. So Yeah, this was Tim Burton around his Ed Wood... Right. Uh, deep dive. Well, so this is to I me mean, is a probably a low point in in my viewing of of his, his work of his I, his work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where was this in relation to Planet of the Apes? Because that's two thousand one. This is before, right? Was, yeah, yeah this it was, was two thousand one or two thousand two thousand or one something like that. Something like that. And, and at I, the time, I think I was waiting for another Beetlejuice, another Edward Scissorhands, yes. and so I think that's why I was so disappointed. When I right. saw it in the theaters, like, oh, this isn't like that at all. It's cheesy and dumb. And I even had the trading cards. I still have them somewhere. Oh, really? no way. That's yeah, cool. Not the, original, not the original yeah, 1960s, yeah, yeah. but, but the, the tops, the 1994 tops reissue with mm. the, the cards that never got published because they were just too gruesome and stuff. Somewhere I, I've got them. I need to find them. That's really I cool. I didn't know anything about the tops uh, Mars Attacks cards i didn't know there was any connective tissue at all but after doing a deep dive on those i was like wow yeah this is where the garbage pill kids definitely got uh you know their ideas from because it's all about the cruelty of the martians and their attacks on humans because it's not like they're just blasting us they're doing all kinds of really <laughs> grotesque cruel things which is what they, sh- they would cruel make and the film yeah makes and the film also more like sense. Like yeah. it just uh, not sarcastic, but they're making fun of us mad, while they do it. The whole yeah, like, Mad Magazine style, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. The, yeah. The, the inhaling the helium or the the explosion from the missile yes. and going, bah, 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 you know that sort of thing, <laughs> and rolling the little uh, snow globe ball in there. I love that. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. I don't know why I didn't like it so much back then, but I loved it this it, time. Yeah, there's something maybe sadistic maybe, yeah maybe not. there's yeah. something about the time passage of time that made this less farcical and more yeah just on the nose of like yeah they're here to just to cause complete mayhem and destroy everything and, right. and do it in the most right. evil ways and i think tim burton was just attracted to that that insane ex- excess 
that was the, right. the way that they right. would, you know, attack. I mean, they don't just attack. They freaking they they wheel a gigantic laser into a into a room so they can shoot one old lady in the back of a head bully like, us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i'm pretty insane. sure that's one of the cards i i feel like there's a lot of scenes that look like some of the card stuff yeah like direct the translation. That, was, that was my big question was if yeah. am i am i gonna go find out all of the source material because like yes on its on its face the source material for this is old uh, old alien invasion movies, right? This mm-hmm, is an homage. Right. Sure. It's an homage to movies from 80 years ago about alien invasions. And they have like, there's like stock footage of buildings falling and people running yeah. in the streets. And real and footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of buildings falling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. And, they had one collapse and they filmed it and used it, didn't they? Yeah. It wasn't Stardust, yeah, though. Yeah. What, what was it that? Must have been, I, I don't know if it was the Stardust or not because the um, that galaxy... Um, I thought was long gone before then, but that actually looked like a real demolition. The the, um, the one that looks like um, I like the space uh, on a nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nighttime demolition of uh, the late the landmark hotel and casino. Landmark. Okay, yeah. Okay. The landmark yeah. was the was the one the, the yeah. they called the galaxy. Huh. Interesting. See, I, when I first the it came up in the movie, I went, "Oh, are they just going to pretend the space needle is that, and that's what they're <laughs> going to do here?" And then I then I remembered, I'm not sure the space needle's up there in '96. Was it? Maybe it was. I don't remember. Oh, the, you mean uh, so. uh, the stratosphere? Not stratosphere is what I mean, not Space Needle. Yeah. Um, I don't. I couldn't remember, but I thought, oh, you're going to pretend the the stratosphere is your galaxy thing, and you're going to just fake it. Yeah. But no, they. Oh, I guess sure they used enough, the one the landmark hotel. I thought that that had been demolished years before, like in the seventies. Yeah. But uh, they right. have been. It may have been, and they just used the footage. Film. Like I say, oh, yeah. like maybe. I say, the, yeah. the movies that this movie is paying homage to used to have a lot of comp- compiled stuff in them, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, the, a movie would come out in 1949 about an alien invasion, yeah. and it would include like footage from early World War II, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because right, yeah. like that that was, uh, it was available to them to use, and they and they would stick it in. And it, and it gave a, those movies like this terribly discordant look Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the the cameras weren't the same, and the and the the look of those shots wasn't at all you know mm-hmm. in line with the rest of the movie. Yeah. And and I just thought, I thought you know Tim Burton did a really good job of that kind of thing of of that that paying homage. Oh yeah, he captured it, but then and then made it weird, yeah. like and made it weird in right. in ways that I guess the cards reflect. I just put one on our Discord that's like mm-hmm. indicative of the sort of <laughs> yeah. thing they used yeah. to do. And Dunaway, you're right. That is so garbage pale kids. Like yeah, totally. Even this. It chibi looking that girl in that shot pulp, and everything uh pulp magazine yeah yeah, yeah. i thought i thought we had discovered something new in the garbage pill kids but apparently uh, i and most of these were popular during what the late 60s so 60s you know a little 50s. 20 years away from a lot of those other sci-fi films that were they were uh coming from so even mm-hmm. then it was kind of like yeah look at this cheesy crap yeah, this was Check their. This is you know, if you were growing up in the '60s and, and early '70s, this was this was one of your fun things to look back on in a way that kids yeah. might look back on Pokemon or something from the '90s or whatever their thing was. And I, now that I know all this, I think that's what made this a little ah, more enjoyable because in '96, in '96, seeing it on or seeing it in in previews and stuff, and not actually seeing the film, all I thought was, oh, it's Tim Burton having a laugh. I didn't yeah, know yeah. it had all this stuff to do with anything. And so now with more mature eyes, I can go, oh, all right. Exactly. He's doing yeah. a thing and he's actually trying to he's trying to pull something off here that's a homage to a thing that nobody knows about because you're just it's generational. Uh, and, yeah. Homage to a bunch of things, right? Like right. so it's the homage to these cards, then an homage to fifties sci-fi 
uh, right. films. But also, there's homage to the uh, Irwin Allen, like uh, uh, Time Tunnel and Towering Inferno, and um, yes, oh, this yeah. had with the disaster. Basically, all the stars. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. This had the disaster <laughs> movie, uh, Poseidon Adventure kind of Poseidon, idea, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely did. And it's I have some questions about some of that. We'll get to that in a minute, but. Uh, what I like about this movie is the top writing credits are given to the people who created the cards. So Len yes. Brown, Woody Gelman, and Wally Wood uh, are all Wally given Wood. top credits, even though this is you know Tim Burton doing a, a screenplay and all that. He doesn't. He lets them have top credit, which I think is kind of great. Is, I think is awesome yeah. and is probably well deserved because really, I mean, they told these stories through these pictures. You know, pictures worth a thousand words, and they told many, many stories, and it's basically. If you go through the cards, you're like, yeah, here's that scene. Yeah, here's yeah. that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there was, there were, uh, I'm looking at them right now, there were a lot of bugs. Like they had giant bugs yes. and stuff um, they, that, uh, that didn't make it into this the film. film. Mm. Right. This film, uh, we probably talk about it pretty early up at the top, is the fact that it was a, it was originally based on the script. Uh, they were specking out the film to be about a $250 million film. In 96 money, 1996 money. So it was a major undertaking. And they tried to get it down to 75 million, ended up being closer to 100 million. So they cut a lot of stuff. And we, I don't think we got to see any of the bugs. We didn't get to see a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. They cut a lot of payroll. Like this is yeah, that's yeah. A, like they they went around to these actors like well sorry but you know we're not you can't we can't afford your usual fee because we've got a dozen other people in here who, yeah who, you know all and Jack Nibbs is doing them. two parts yeah right yeah we're giving it's like hey I'm sorry uh, Mr. Uh, Remington Steele we're gonna give you James Bond we're gonna give you half James Bond money here you're not yeah. gonna exactly. but we're, we are gonna yeah. give you a pipe so yeah you are, <laughs> you will get left. a pipe <laughs> yeah so the okay let's may as well just get through this the Jack Nicholson thing there's he plays two characters he plays the the weird hickey uh money full of money uh casino yeah the Vegas guy, guy. Yeah, yeah yeah and he plays the president and, why and now I thought well the reason they're doing that is there going to be some switcheroo or something yeah yeah there was uh, never the any Prince switcheroo Dave sort yeah. of thing yeah, yeah it never I happened wait, I kept waiting for the prince and the popper to come that, along I was like oh what yeah, was the point of that if you're yeah, gonna do that like it was that felt like it was still on the table, Scott, but they just ran out of gas right. at the end. Okay, mm-hmm. probably. It must have been, because why else would you do that? There's no yeah. reason to yeah. do it. That was the thing, is that you were going to have eventually have the president die, and then they're like, but we have to have a president, right? And right. and you just bring this guy, this lookalike in, and you you carry on. Like, that was going to be the thing. But it doesn't It doesn't I, really make sense in this movie anyway. I think, I think, I think actually, <laughs> I, I think from what the interviews I read, because that's what I thought initially on the, on the, you know, on the blush. I was like, yeah, that looks like it was going on. But if you actually read into some interviews with Jack Nicholson, he wanted to play like all the characters. He wanted to do, I guess, like an Eddie Murphy thing. But really? uh, so they gave him a second part. It just... It just happened to be that, and I think we wanted to put the, to connect the dots. I did. Oh, I tried. To I really, them. really would have liked to see Jack Nicholson as the two black children. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, oh, that would be great. Yeah. Jack Nicholson as the kid going <laughs> to visit Jack Nicholson as the grandma. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can see him. In, I actually can see him in all roles. I can see him actually. Yeah, he can. Know, he can pull it off. Grandma. I thought he did a fine. That's the other thing is he did fine. It's a good job. It's just that yeah. uh, you didn't have any payoff for that, and I'm not sure why I was looking for that payoff other than why you stunt cast like that. The, there was so much not pay off in this film. Yeah. It was so weird because you'd had these characters going along 
And you're like, oh, okay, they're going to have to, you know, their story's going to wrap up here. And instead, they just get zapped by the, by the, by the Martians. I love that they're, they're willing to just kill people. I love that. Yeah. Like uh, movies it, it that, are, that keep people around forever. You know, you knew Natalie Portman characters. I, I didn't know she'd be president because I don't think that's how the succession line works, right. but whatever. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go to the first lady and then to the first daughter. Yeah, and, that was all very yeah, weird. No. But, uh, but anyway, I knew she'd that's make it because that's just that trope there was like on the that was on the face of it from the whole start. But but I thought I don't know what I thought. I just didn't expect every I didn't expect Jack Black to be dead in minutes. I didn't oh, expect uh, yeah. uh, Marty was, McFly to be dead. Was, that was crazy. Was nobody at, at this point, basically. Right. right? Uh, I mean, 96 would have been pretty early yeah, for him. No, but yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, this is like this is I like it was it was kind of shocking. Like I was like, wow, yeah. he's. What? Yeah, you're looking at them go down the list of of uh, character actors in the opening credits, and you're like, "How are some of these people's careers overlapping? Mm-hmm. How is Jack Black's career overlapping with uh, Pam Greer? Yeah, Pam Take- Greer, or or even you know even Pierce Brosnan to be to be honest. Yeah. Isn't this the yeah. same year as Jackie Brown for Pam Greer? I think it is. I like think she, it was. Yeah, she, she was, was having a resurgence. In she was the having a bit time. of a moment. Yeah, uh, but yeah. the you know Michael J. Fox being on screen the same time as Jim Brown, Natalie well. Portman, and Rod Steiger of all people, and <laughs> yeah, like what a weird, what a weird combination of things. You know how but, excited I was uh, with uh, with Tom being mm, there mm. is an unusual. It mm. was just oh Tom Jones, Tom yeah. Jones. Yeah. yeah, I was like I didn't think I liked Tom Jones <laughs> as much as I liked Tom Jones in this film. <laughs> That's yeah, great. Yeah. It, was, it was a great trip back in time also for a lot of things like like there was a time when jim brown played these ridiculous roles like he was a he was a football player who became an actor to be funny right mm. because it because yeah. you know it sounded like a fun goof right oh we have these football players now and we put them in you know we put them in comedies and they're and just kind of the big party lugs mm-hmm. yeah right. he was the heart he's, of the movie he's yeah. the through yeah. line of the whole movie and yeah. that's a, and I like a, you need like a trope alert on this because it's like four different tropes <laughs> like the, the main one being uh black guy dies first will get subverted and not only does he not die first he survives he right. survives all the way to the end he is the he's the you know he's also the badass who gets into a fist fight with an alien and mm. wins yeah. all of them <laughs> all, like, like a bunch of aliens yeah, yeah. i also really <laughs> like i love the trope that paul winnefield gets uh disintegrated in all science fiction films he's ever been in that's yeah. what his job yeah. is hilarious <laughs> like when he was in he was in wrath of khan and he got the ear bug right and then decided oh, to turn the, yeah turn yeah. the thing on himself and then disintegrate himself so as soon as i saw that i went oh man that poor guy you're uh when the walls fell buddy Sean when the walls Bean. fell yeah right right he gets killed in Terminator, right? By the Terminator? Oh, I don't remember. Was he in That's Terminator? It. I don't remember. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like Paul Winnefield a lot, but he's always got I, this problem. He also has the world's biggest phone. I love that phone in this movie. Oh, the yes. phone was hilarious. Yeah. I couldn't tell if that was for comedic effect or not because phones, actually military phones, satellite phones like that in 96 could potentially They're still, probably still, still be pretty in big. the field. Yeah. Yeah. Could still be in the field, I suppose. Sure. Not likely, but could be. Could be. I, uh, you know, the, <clears throat> they always, they're always much bigger and more industrial, you know, because they got to right, take a beating right. and go into battle and all that. So when he whipped that out, I went, oh, it's probably real. Well, let's be clear. This movie doesn't take place in 1996. I'm not entirely right. sure when it takes place right. mm. it's, it's, because it's, it's like, supposed to yeah Go there's ahead. parts yeah. of it that feel yeah. like the early 80s and there's uh-huh. parts of it that feel like 
I don't the fifties or something. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. But they they definitely don't try to to show you any nineteen ninety six technology except some of the communications. And then like the they have this super advanced future tech in in yeah. uh, translation for language. Yeah. yeah. So that's the like, other thing right. is it's all and over radio the radio stations broadcast uh, technology. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for sure, current Art. day current day. Uh, uh, Luxor, you know, like, so they're, yeah. so they're doing, yeah. they're all over the place, which feels very, I don't know, like maybe Pee Wee Herman's a, a good example of a previous yes. work of his, yes. or maybe even Timeless. Edward Scissorhands, which is, yeah. you know, Scissorhands looks like it's in the fifties, but it's not, it's, it, it definitely, it, Burton's films and world always exist in this range instead of being an actual specific yeah, time I'm like fine there's with arcade it. machines in here yeah. that yeah. the kids are actually skipping school for so i mean yeah we're all over decades yeah those were and those were light actual light gun games that existed in the 90s and yeah the, the ones they yeah. had at home uh that looked fake the but same still, game at home it yeah, was yeah, like the oh they got the console at home yeah <laughs> they had the expensive neo geo hardware at home i suppose i don't know <laughs> i but. mean we had we had uh uh we had uh lucas haas from witness there that, yeah the witness kid early 80s yeah last time yeah. i saw him he was standing on a toilet trying not to get uh <laughs> caught by danny trejo or whoever not danny trejo danny uh <laughs> oh i like we love danny yeah. trejo yeah, yeah. that been awesome i i really appreciate that lucas haas looks exactly like lucas haas for for about 15 yeah. years of movies yeah. he plays a teenager with slightly long hair who's he looks a little bit native american he kind of he can mm. he can kind of slip into well, a role where he needs to flex that and like it's like I, I i'm putting him in movies that i'm sure he wasn't in in my brain <laughs> yeah. yeah you know like oh look oh look it's lucas haas from holes i don't mm -hmm. think he was in holes no, but he looks no. like he, he looks like he should have been in holes him. yeah he should yeah. be in all coming of age movies until he came of age and then he's not doing that anymore. yeah right yeah right. uh fall guy i uh, just for the sorry i wanted to go back to a thing i was talking about earlier uh jack black's uh, i didn't know this his his first role in anything was 1984 in an episode of The Fall Guy. All right, that's pretty cool. Oh, really? Oh, I think I remember that. He has a whole thing about being a child actor. Yeah, he was just a kid. Yeah. And then Demolition Man is a notable one in 93. Another notable one after a bunch of guest stuff was Never Ending Story 3. He played a character <laughs> what? called... What? I didn't even know there was a Never Ending Story 3. He named I guess it, it didn't ever end. He's, did. a, he's a character called Slip. I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And but then Bill, I don't remember us talking about him doing this, but he was in Waterworld as a pilot, and I don't remember talking and, about and that. And Demolition oh. Man, uh, he's uh, we've we've seen him quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, he's almost unrecognizable though uh, in in this because like it, like right. the the, there was a hair. profile. Yeah. yeah, there was a profile shot of him at first, and I was like, I don't know who this guy is, and I was like, wait, that's Jack Black. I was like, get out of here. So he definitely looks different. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird, and he's doing his like. It, this is Jack Blackie as hell. This role, mm. like him mm -hmm. faking this little accent, got that snarly little look on and, his face, and he he did that right. We feel like Jack Black took over his own role. Like yeah, he wasn't told what to way. do exactly. Yeah, it mm -hmm. does feel that way. Like uh, what, what what's uh, uh, what's his girlfriend Christina Applegate? Oh right, when they're making out yeah. next to the bus, yeah. you really feel like that's the oh that's my. Jack Christina God, Applegate that making out the yeah. bus. That was totally that's, her. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have not known characters. if I didn't see her, uh, her name listed in the credits at the beginning I, of the film. I saw her name in the beginning of the, in the credits, but I didn't think to look for her. So she was Sharona. Weird. Yeah. 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 Not really, but see, do you agree with me? In the Dayglow Kama Sutra wallpaper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's waving goodbye on the, to him on the, on the bus. And all, yeah. She's out there. I don't yeah, she she. It's a very tiny, tiny, tiny role. It's kind of like Danny yeah. DeVito getting like fourth credit, but yeah. being on the yeah. screen for like a minute and a half. You know, 
Yeah, it's Tim like, Burton likes to bring his uh, his penguin with him. He mm-hmm. likes to uh, bring his previous a, actors. Uh, I, yeah. I just made yep. sure to look it up. He was about twenty seven, and she was about twenty five when oh. when they filmed this movie. And uh, I just lo- I just love the idea that Jack Black and Christina Applegate were really into each other, and like uh, there's right, like all this right. movie filming going on around them, yeah. and they're just like yeah. making out hard. There was some yeah. full on. There was some. There was some like humping going on because that thing was rocking yeah. on the outside. Then on the inside, <laughs> I, I feel like I saw a quick cut of take where his he was a little hip thrusty in there. You know. A little bit of the old in and out is going. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> his getting a little tenacious with his D. Yeah, oh, get his D. Nice. Like, <laughs> that's really good. That's not bad at all. I'll, um, I'll, I'll tell you, man. Yeah. Uh, Martin Short kind of shocked me in this film yeah. because he underused actually, though. He's underused. He actually kind of creeped me out. I I didn't yeah. know well, he could play that be. role. Yeah, it's it's a very creepy, un Martin Short like character yes. to have this kind of like sleazeball press secretary uh horny sleazeball because he's almost always secretary. the like very awkward nerd i mean and he had a little bit of that in this don't you know yeah. don't get me wrong but but never as sure of himself as his characters as he was as this press secretary it, yeah it was interesting to see and the thing that blew me away about this whole movie was lisa marie's portrayal as the uh as the martian that's so woman. weird so that weird. was just the most mind-blowing movement it was just yes, oh it right. just it, no, it, I, it, it was my mind. disconcerting it was like, uh it was like animated over right like there was yeah some, there was some animated paint on her i don't know if they did if whatever they did i think she moved they, she was on some kind of skates or a track for sure right yeah, i'm assuming right. a track yeah moving her, her legs slowly but moving very yeah. quickly compared to the speed her legs were going and her arms were going she would run and, and then when she do the run squat oh my god it was just it was just so is weird unsettling. i feel like i've said yeah, this before on film sack but the by far the surest way to get into a tim burton movie is to marry tim burton it is just, <laughs> it is I, just think they, is, I think they just dated i don't think they, they ever they were engaged they ever at one point all right yeah. but not only did she get it into a tim burton movie uh, she's on the poster. Like the the main yeah, yeah, marketing yeah. for this movie is her, one of the aliens, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker as a dog. Yeah, like that's right. like what's that's weird the is two most memorable scenes probably that people remember. Oh yeah, for sure. I I did not expect. I have to. I I do admit, like watching her creep up from behind him to catch up to him in the in yeah. the, in yeah. the on the tour or whatever. All of that stuff is still. Maybe some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was really yeah. weird. It's very, very weird. Like very not off-putting, but uh, it, it throws you off. Or yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. It's really something. Uh, she, by the way, she hasn't uh, done anything since 2015. She hasn't been doing anything. Well, anymore. she did that Ed Wood film, pretty much. That she did uh, close to about the same. Well, time. that was 94. Yeah. So she did 94. She did that 94. She did this. Then she was in briefly. Uh, she Sleepy was in Hollow. Yeah, she was oh, in the right. she was in the she, the uh, the Planet of the Apes thing you guys mentioned briefly, but that apparently was apparently she was in the Lords of Salem, which was the, the oh my uh, Rob Zombie movie that I vetoed. Uh, yeah, that was the last thing remember. she did, or last year she yeah. did anything. I oh think. yeah, that's right. Yeah. She was, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, she also um, surprises me. She was she's only five foot five, which yeah. oh like, she was definitely on platform, which is fun. Next to martin short and he looks tiny compared to her and also she was the inspiration for uh sally in the nightmare before christmas oh, okay like the, uh, I think the I do character of sally which totally makes sense when you see her like oh yeah what sucks yeah uh so tim burton is 10 years older than lisa marie yeah uh he left his first wife for her mm-hmm. and then he left her for helena bottom carter yeah who like, he's with now have, 
Right. That Wait, little overlap. And that, that one stuck. Yeah, right. that one stuck. Yeah. He's still that with little her. little overlap. But Tim Burton, 10 years old. I'd be afraid of doing some. I'd be afraid of uh, <laughs> leaving Helena Bonham <laughs> Carter for something else. He has his left because he's, he <laughs> because he's afraid. Yeah, she'll like have you killed, idea. dude. She'll, just, she'll do the killing. She's scary. Right. I, I'm just yeah. I agree with you. Tim Burton did not hang himself. Okay, so um, <laughs> the, I just want to read you this little story because I just like this is on Wikipedia. Uh, Lisa Marie met film director Tim Burton at a Starbucks in New York on New Year's Eve in 1992, when she had just quit modeling for Calvin Klein and Burton had been having difficulty in his four-year marriage. Uh, they claimed to have bonded over mutually witnessing two ufo sightings in california yeah (laughs) so they're both crazy i got yeah they're both insane so that's important (laughs) to note here i really like her just as a presence i think she's very good a lot of people confuse her with lisa marie presley and it's it's impossible yeah yeah it's impossible to google these people because they get cross googled all the time it drives me freaking crazy but yeah. She's um I really liked her in almost everything I ever saw her in and she's just not doing anything now. She's out. Yeah. Very but that's fine. Maybe she's doing yeah. uh maybe she's just doing other things. Well, I'll I mean, tell you who's maybe. I, I tell you who stuck with it. Glenn Close is Marsha. Yeah. I thought she was quite best she death, was quite best death, uh, by the way, best death by far. Yeah, and yeah. she was a scene, she was she was a, a scene stealer. Just about every time. I mean, if you can steal the scene from Jack Nicholson, yeah. you're doing really That's good. A, that is a uh, tough thing it. to do. Yeah. 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 But that, that chandelier smushing her, I about died. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's such Marsha. a. Uh, that feels like it was ripped from the trading cards because the way, like, it yes. just impales her. And oh, just, they show it on just the screen. Completely it's like destroys her. And, yeah. and you can tell there's, like, you know, whatever dummy in there when it hits yeah. her. But it almost makes it better how fake it yeah. is. It's really yeah, good. Sure. Like her and her whole whatever. She's like a great actress and has always been. Yeah. But but yeah. but this is Classic. such a weird role for her because when was when was um not hand rush. But she fit What's in. The other one? I mean, if if Fatal you could cast uh, the president's wife, Glenn Close, you couldn't first lady. You can't you can't miss. Yeah. Well, what when was yeah. when was she in her famous thing where she's trying to kill Michael Douglas? What's that? Uh, oh, uh, basic not basically uh, like the other one. Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. So that would have been like ninety three. Oh, I was gonna that, say mid eighties. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, eighty nine, eighty eight. Uh, hold on, I'll, I can tell you. Dangerous liaison. Oh wow, not even close. Eighty seven. Okay. Eighty seven. So it's Air a ways Force off. One the same year. Vice oh, President. right, where she was like. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what? really no. Sorry, that that's not. That's ninety-seven. Ten, ten years later. Dangerous liaison. Liaisons. Uh, dangerous lesbians was in. Uh, uh, that was eighty-eight. Eighty-eight okay. year later. So she's just. I don't know. She's it's, great. It's, it's yeah. mind blowing to me that Glenn Close appears for the first time in World According to Garp. That's her beginning. Oh, 1982. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's wild. I've the really... only thing I remember that movie was just how uncomfortable the whole thing felt to me as yeah, a kid yeah. seeing it in theaters. And I was 14. Oh my God, you saw it in whatever. the theater? I saw it in the theaters oh my with God, my dad. It's, 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 debatable. it's debatable whether or not the World According to Garp is okay for a 13-year-old now. <laughs> no. But in 1982, it was absolutely no. not okay for a 13-year-old. Not okay. no. Oh yeah, so that, I would have been 13 singing in the theater yeah and oh. it was like wow did, did she bit a penis off <laughs> like, can you can you do that with, da, 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 da. john lithgow i don't, yeah. know, don't even know if i knew who john lithgow was why at would, the time but yeah probably why would not. His, 
Well, just thank we dinner. Didn't, um, we didn't have any idea about what Robin Williams was all about at the time, right? We just thought of him as he's just the absolute. He was Mork. Yeah, he was Mork. Yeah, yeah at it. the time, I was like, "Ooh, my dad's taking me to see a Mork movie. What the hell? Mork. This isn't Mork." Yeah, that's <laughs> I, a weird one. But I need to see it again. I think because well, uh, I'm sure I'd appreciate it a lot more. What, hmm. what black magic has prevented the world from remaking this movie in the 2020s? Like uh, it's like. Well, the world according the world, to Garp is, yeah, okay. is is one of those things that just feels like a desperate for Hollywood to remake it, you know? Man, yeah, the, kind the, of, right. the cast in that thing, Hume Cronin, Susie Kurtz, uh, Jessica Tandy, they're always together. John Lithgow, yeah. Mary Beth Hurt. Like it's a that's a <laughs> it's lot like of- Hugh Cronin, Jessica Tandy is like Tara Lipinski and John uh, Johnny Weir. You don't get just one of them. You that's get a both of good them. Good point. They come as a package deal. So yeah. same left twix, right twix. That's yeah. right. <laughs> They get their own trailer. It's they share it. It's great. Those guys yeah. are great. Um, yeah, she's also. Um, I love the natural. I'm an unabashed fan of the baseball movie, The Natural, and she's she. I loved her in that. She's really good in that. We haven't anyway. talked about Michael J. Fox, which is a is sad because he was so underused. It says yeah. here, everyone I, some, is, I got, everyone in this movie is underused. I have some yeah. scrutiny. Let me give you that real quick. Scrutiny. Uh, in the last, this says, okay, trivia on IMDb says the last theatrically released movie in which Michael J. Right. Fox physically appears. He's done numerous television shows and some voice acting since then, but not physically appeared in a theatrical film. And then it says since since 2019. Well, wait, is uh, this the one or not? Like, right. how, how is this egregious little trivia thing still not edited? That's stupid. Like, I think it's probably just yeah. an edit problem, but right, yeah, that right. that piece of trivia has been hanging out for fifteen years. Yeah, nobody uh, cares. He, so it's he unfortunate. Has, he has definitely physically appeared in in a, a movie or two. Yeah, she has um, to, right? But, but it makes sense. It makes sense that you know, given his condition and his like trajectory, yeah, that he, you know, he stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, the, but making a movie is tough. Like, yeah. Jeez, that yeah. everybody in this movie is called upon to do a lot of like physical acting. Yeah, his very brief two episode appearance on Kirby Enthusiasm was amazing. It's one of my favorite things mm. he ever did. I laughed right. really, really hard at that. Thought that was awesome. But he was in that Annie movie, 2014. That trivia is wrong. Uh, as himself, yeah, on TV. No, that was a. Oh, was that a TV <laughs> movie? I thought that was a movie. As... movie. No, I'm saying in he's on TV in the movie, right? Like. No. Right. Oh, in the Annie movie, he's Michael J. Fox on TV. Oh, I you know, I didn't see it. I guess uh, okay. so. Okay. okay. Yes. Right. They're showing they're showing footage, archival footage. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm just trying to prove these guys wrong. Let's see. Back to the future of the game. Magic. <laughs> Hold on a second. We've got to prove somebody on the Internet wrong. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah. Little. Self-named TV show was great, but that was short lived, sadly. Okay, oh here's, yeah, I love that the one yeah, uh, with Betsy Brandt as his wife. Yeah. yeah. Michael J. Fox show. That was I really yeah. enjoyed it. I hate to see it end. What about uh, Interstate 60, Episodes of the Road? That was a film. He played Mr. Baker. That was 2002. This trivia is wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Everybody's, there, everybody's, everybody's talking about who stole the movie for them. For me, it's Pam Greer. Pam Greer yeah, really? puts, on, puts on such a funny performance as a mom who is just like, she It doesn't have time for this alien invasion nonsense. Right. She's got two kids to raise. She's got a bus to drive. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a bus to drive. She's got a she's got a a, a, a loser ex husband who's you know she's trying to rekindle. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought like she is like she's almost like she's in a whole other movie. She's in one, one of the she's in one of the the things I found here, but I wrote down some crossovers. We got Joe Don Baker and Pierce Brosnan together again. They're always oh, in this James okay. Bond movie together. Bond. Yep. You got Jim Brown and Pam Greer. They they were in a number of those black exploitation 70s movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny DeVito and Jack Nicholson uh were both in One Flew Over Batman. the Cuckoo's Nest. No, they weren't. They weren't together in Batman. They're no, they were, oh. they were. Uh, Wait a minute. Parallel, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was. Ones, it was. Uh, that's right. You're yeah, right. So yeah. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Was there? Was their combo? A uh, long time ago. Um, yeah. I thought that was a weird thing that this this many combos were occurring. I just, I just want you to know, uh, Pam Greer and Jim Brown were only in two movies together, and they were both in 1996. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> what was the other yeah. one in 96? Uh, it was a, a 1996 movie called Original Gangsters. Oh, my hell. They, oh, yeah, they, yeah. They did not, like, if you, like, I, I searched wow. this hard, because I have that same thought. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they've been in lots of movies together in the 70s yeah. or something. I could have nope. swore it was in Jackie Brown. Nope. And it's because Jim wrong. Brown... Jim Brown was still in the NFL and didn't actually start acting uh, until after she cold retired first. That her first like semi retirement, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. he's so now he's in movies with like Leslie Nielsen and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she and, then, and like I say, they come along and they're in two movies together in '96. That's it. This gravestone should say in movies with Leslie Nielsen and shit. <laughs> and shit. <laughs> What do you want from me? Yeah, what do you want from me? He's all right. I, I like loved him. Pam Greer in Bless This Mess, and I hate that it only lasted two seasons. I'm assuming it's been canceled. I don't oh. suppose it's been a hiatus this long, but I don't. A, I don't even know what that is. Show. Is that a TV show? Oh, Bless This Mess. Animated. Yeah, with Lake Bell, Dak Shepard. Uh, the we we talked about it for oh, Green yeah. Acres for the Green yeah. Acres for the modern not day. 2019. Oh, okay. It's not that old. Okay, it's just just yeah. a sitcom on TV. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. By the way. I just noticed something. He's in everything these days. Why is it that uh, Ed Bagley Jr. is just in everyone's thing? He's in everything. <laughs> he has he has an f- absolutely fantastic agent. There's no yeah. doubt in my must, mind. Must Ed, be. Ed, Ed just Bagley shows has up in like an, an agent who has dirt on every casting person dirt. in Hollywood. Yeah. It's it's shocking how he shows up in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but in this case, this is a Lake Bell show. Like Lake Bell right. is the executive producer, the like the writer, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, like, uh, I'm attracted to Lake Bell in a weird way. Not of course you way. are. She's beautiful. Yeah. We know yeah. you. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> You're a warm-blooded human male. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, bless this mess. Bless this mess. I don't. I think. I think Dunaway just alluded to it, but didn't say it outright. Bless this mess has Ed Bagley Jr. and Pam Greer in their yes. I don't know late 60s, early 70s yes. as a as attracted to each other. They're a couple. Nice. And there's in, a fun couple too. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of the highlights of the show. But what's full, weird? Uh, you yeah. say this about his agent, but I also with my wife during the Christmas season watched two, not one, but two of those stupid Hollywood Christmas movies from the Hallmark Channel that he was in. <laughs> And so I don't know what he's just like, I'll do whatever you got something. I'm in whatever it is. Something good. Great. Something bad. I don't care. Whatever. I'm Ed Bagley Jr. Bitch. Other uh, other person be in your film. Yeah. Other person in bless this mess that seems to show up and everything is David Keckner. Do you remember him? in a yeah. lot of stuff. Like yeah. his, his job is just to be bald Anchorman and funny. And, uh, yeah. 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 I love okay. David. He's great. He's like the, it was, he was uh, SNL for a while. I think right. One season. Oh really? Was it back in that yeah. weird year where everybody was in it, or, or uh... no? It was, it was after that. Um, I, I got to look it up because now I'm not 100 percent sure if he was uh... David Keckner. My spelling. It feels right though. Yeah. Let's see. 
<laughs> he was uh, one of his earliest things. The Love Boat, the next wave. Yeah, starting at live from 1995 <laughs> to 1996. He wow, was one whole season. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, but it was... Yeah, so that was yeah post. Uh, Is that post Ebersol? Yeah. No. So did you watch the Love Boat? No, I never saw any of the next thing? wave because because okay. I, I wasn't staying with. I love that they the thought that... I wasn't forced to watch it on the one <laughs> yeah. TV they had. I love the thought that it was like, hey, work for the Star Trek. Let's see if we can get this right. Love Boat back <laughs> into the water. No yeah. kidding. No, but <laughs> That's it was, really funny. It was uh, sunk by that dude who sunk all the TV shows, uh, pun intended. Who's the guy who was on uh, the last couple seasons of Married with Children? Oh, and, oh, um, oh. Uh, we always yeah. talk about this dude. Uh, yeah. No. Ah. But he's so handsome. Handsome yeah. dude. Right, exactly. But he was, uh, let's see. I'll pull it up here. All shows. What is his so name? Does he sink him, or is it a sign that you have a hole in the boat when you hire him? Is that <laughs> which is it? I can't find yeah, it his name. Either one of those. He's kind of he's kind of there to plug the hole in for as long as he can. Ted McGinley. Uh, Ted, Ted McGinley. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you hire him if you had a thing and you actually wanted it to last? Would you hire that right. guy? I would. Hey, like hire I said, that guy. I think Robert. he's the plug. It's like if it's like, like oh, we're sinking. Let's plug him in here. We can keep it going a little bit longer. He was, yeah, he the, was the main bad guy in Revenge of the Nerds, right? Yeah, yes. he was the That's right. good looking he's, uh, uh, dude. He's unofficially he called the patron, the, saint, the patron saint of shark jumping. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Like, that's really funny to me. Although, I, okay, yeah. he's on Hawaii Five O once, but the show still goes. So there's examples. He's funny. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, Hawaii Five O might have jumped the shark around the time he was on it. He's on the Baxters, which is just sad. Like, he is... He is John Baxter on the Baxters. <laughs> yeah, that I never show saw is, that. that uh, show happy, the no end chance. of Happy Days, the end of the Love Boat. It was the end of the what? original run of the Love Boat, apparently. Uh, the end of Dynasty, the end of Married with Children, the end of uh, <laughs> Evening Shade. Oh, no, that was just a You know what, episode. though? Look, to end up being him or Kevin Bacon or uh, who's the one who uh, – uh, Sean Bean. Sean uh, not Bean, Sean yeah, Bean. Yeah. Sean um, – the other, or yeah, Sean Bean, to be one of these actors that's known for always dying or a ending thing. a show yeah. or that, yeah, uh, six degrees of bacon or whatever. That's cool. What a cool thing cool. to have. Yeah, you exactly. know, I would love well, that. Sports night. I forgot I, he was on Sports Night. I would be totally playing with it though. As soon as I got hired somewhere, I'd be walking around. Psh, psh, psh. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Ready for oh. this to end? Yeah. Psh, psh, psh. Get your final checks on your way out, everybody. He's here. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in also in those Happy Days episodes toward the end as well. Man, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, oh, there's yeah. my red on air light. Oh, did you say that one? Damn it! <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought you said. I don't. I thought he you came said, in. I think he came in when uh, when uh, Fonzie died. This, not <laughs> yeah, Fonzie died. Uh, Fonzie when never Ron died. Howard left. I think. I think he came on as Roger Phillips to be like the new the new uh young. the new main character yeah right wow so he didn't he didn't jump over to Joni loves chachi no <laughs> not to my knowledge but who knows? Know. who knows how come no one talks about Joni loves chachi anymore because it's shit Jeez. it was a shit movie or show tv show it's, it it's only been 40 years yeah it sucked it was not it wasn't good then Joni loves chachi was a bad spinoff i'm putting it out it there was. right now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter what you oh, think no. of scott bayo today Joni loves chachi is objectively bad <laughs> So the eighth season of Happy Days, uh, Ron Howard leaves, and it's like, oh, my God, Ron Howard leaves. Uh, also, Don Most is Ralph Mouth leaves, and I don't think anybody remembered yeah. that that he left. But at that point, Kathy Silvers came on as Jenny Piccolo. 
And uh, oh, Ted yeah. Nugent came on as Roger Phillips. Wow, wow! Just and Tom rode started, that show into the ground. Yeah, and he, Tom Post started doing his uh, TV commercials. Right, he yeah. was doing all the old man commercials at that point. I think. Oh yeah, I think so. Tom Post, uh, yeah. yeah. Is that Tom, Tom Post, Post, right? Yeah. No, no, you're thinking Tom Bosley. No, no, no. Oh, Bosley. Tom, yeah, Bosley. Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. That's it, yeah. Tom Bosley. Yeah. Yeah, the only, the only people Fair who are in man. every That's single right. episode of uh, uh, Happy Days were Ensign Williams, Marion Ross, Tom Bosley, and Henry Winkler. Yeah, so so Fonz stuck it out, man. That yeah. dude. Oh, Aaron Moran, apparently. Yeah, Aaron Moran from, stuck around. She went from recurring to Maine to recurring to Maine over the yeah. <laughs> Probably because they were doing the Joni Loves Chachi at the same time, right? Probably. And she was in and out. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, don't know. So were they, they was that a simultaneous thing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Happy Days last till 84. Chachi, uh, Chachis, the Chachis were 82 to 83, so. Oh, oh so they went, came and went during that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Right. TV was weird, man. When you look, when you make that decision to like take Bo and Luke off and put Roy and Vance in, Roy and Vance, or Coy, Coy I guess, Coy, Coy, Coy and Vance, over a pay dispute, just give the Duke boys some money. Either that or end your show before you. Was, you wreck was that it. second season? I mean, it was really no, early. It on. wasn't early. It was late when those guys came in. I thought it was like early, early. No, Coy and Vance years were like tail end, and they were done after that. That that was that was a thing where we have stayed too long, folks. The show should have ended by now. They should have ended it when the alien came and was in the backseat of the freaking right. General Lee. <laughs> that was stupid. Yes, aliens. That one episode of Dukes of Hazard I saw. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, the one you've seen. These aliens are grotesque. I wish your grandma or your grandparents had forced you to watch that. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back what to you, this movie. What what are, what are what are what are the little flappy things that are going on the on the oh, on they're the next? Oh yeah. god, I didn't like them. They're in the they're I in all the old card art. So the card art They is are, they are, yeah. but this is so freaky. The ILM did the uh, special effects for this. They originally were gonna do stop motion. Yeah. That's what Tim Burton want. Yeah. And the studio said uh, let's just get some spec work for ILM just to see what we think. About I think that. they did a good this job. Right I'm decision. actually going to, this is, I don't know if this is controversial. Maybe it isn't. I think it actually still works and it works I, because it's just, well, it's just freaky enough. They also added some weird blur and jitter to it to give it kind of a stop yeah. motion vibe. Uh, and it holds up somehow. I don't know why I, it holds I up. Think it, I think it holds up me. as well. And um, I'm the glad. The very first shot. Yeah. The very first shots of the saucers and the aliens and in Mars itself, you're like, oh. But then your brain just adjusts. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. That's a good yeah. way of putting it. My brain adjusted the, and I was okay with it after that. The, I don't know. Now, some of the special effects, most of the special effects work was done by ILM. Some of it was done by, I think, an in-house uh, department that was doing some stuff. And I hope it was the opening scenes with the cows that was the big blur, bur, burning Oh my burning blob. Oh, that yeah. was not good. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. that looked really the, bad. Uh, and, did and, you guys say that they originally did want to use uh, stop motion animation? Hey, the, that uh, red on Airlight yeah. couldn't be brighter right now. It's the I know, brightest I I on Airlight of all time. I was time. looking up the people who were doing the uh, special <laughs> effects at the yeah, time. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. We Yeah, we he was going to even have Henry Selleck come back, and but he was busy yeah. doing James and the Giant Peach, and he was like, I can't do it. And he said, all right. That was the best choice, man, because I don't think this would have held up if it had been stop motion. It, it might have been okay. It might have been okay, but there's a lot. Then you got to do a lot of green screen that's stuff ex- that you don't normally have to do. So that's yeah. expensive too. And not to admit, they did. I think they did eight months of work on that. I would love to see some of the stop motion 
cut of that. I don't know if that's out there anywhere, but man, if anybody knows where the, where the, footage, where the test yeah. scenes were for that stuff, I'd love to see it. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, I, okay, I, but okay. like even like the giant robot chasing the car down the, the road, that freaking worked, yeah. man. That looked great mm-hmm. and was menacing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're going to die because that thing is scary. It reminded me of the Iron Giant, but terrible. Like, I was surprised. I'm still, like, to this minute, like, they pulled off a lot of shit. Sometimes the disintegration effect was kind of bad. There are a few things like the burning cows. But for the most part, the aliens ended up existing in their whatever weird condition they were in, and it worked for the movie, and it was fine. Did anyone else spend the whole movie wondering about the first scene, though? Like, the whole movie. I'm like, the cows. Okay, so did the aliens show up? Was that scene before the rest of the movie is what I'm saying? Or was that scene like later and it, and the rest of the movie is like a flashback? I don't understand that scene. Yeah, that scene is the whole scene scene is is chick in the bucket. The entire thing. Grab a bucket. That whole scene belongs in a bucket. The guy asking about the, uh, about his, what was it? Something barbecue. Um, yeah, he was, he could smell I was beef cooking. He could smell beef cooking. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, that was the joke. You guys had some joke. sort of uh, Korean fricassee or barbecue going on yeah. or something like that. Yeah, fricassee. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, I kept yeah. waiting for it to be racist. I kept I, waiting I'm like, for it. Okay, so I guess that was an advanced scouting party of aliens, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Scout and, party, and then nothing. I guess nothing. That doesn't. It doesn't become anything. We don't find out about it except the audience for this movie like the I think right. it's just, all i can imagine is all i can imagine is it, it is supposed to make us kind of question the martians intent because you know the first time we encounter them the dove flies up it's still it's still like that's two times it's like we're still making that question are they here to do something have we is this misunderstanding no, the, the first there, the first scene ruins that later in the movie you have no suspense you know the aliens are violent because of the first scene <laughs> yeah plus how dumb everyone i wouldn't acting. say that I'd, I'd I mean, I would, I, I, I would probably catch a bunch of cows on fire if I was. <laughs> <laughs> they just accidentally like uh, yeah, rode their flying saucer too close to a. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, get out of here. But there's also yeah. a time issue. When did they do this? Was it yeah. before? Because when they landed, that was the first that was contact. Scout. Was that was it? the scout, right? Yeah, but they, yeah, well, it wasn't a contact because they didn't actually talk to humans. They talked to cows. Yeah, but did they make that clear anywhere? Absolutely not. <laughs> You got to remember, okay. this was a time. This was okay. So this was kind of like uh, during the time when we were having these weird starts to movies, like Men in Black. You remember that with the dragonfly, yeah. this flying. Yeah. It's, just, it's perfect. It's, just, it's a perfect th- uh, uh, setup for the rest of the right. movie. It, it it informs the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. It I, informs I, the the dragonfly informs the rest of the movie. This one informs craziness. Okay, right. it inform it informs you that oh, that's about to get weird. Yeah, it does, but I don't know Buck, if it goes up. It just it, it counter, it creates a time paradox, and that's why I don't like it because it feels like well, wait, they're not here yet. Well, are they? Okay, well, maybe this is set later in the story, and it's like right. flash no, forward. I mean, so I, I don't the, think so because they the scout ship. You see the scout ship. It burns the cows. It takes off. It's in space. We follow it to Mars. They the uh, the other Mar- the other Martians uh, form around it. They come back to Earth the next day. They, you know, the the president says, "Okay, we're surrounded by, you know, alien ships." I mean, I think it's all boom, okay. boom, boom. Okay, I think okay, but I'm just uh, you. You understand my my complaint, right? That the oh, first yeah. the first scene just kind of take makes it's, you, it's you spend the rest of the movie wondering what in the world. And right. I guess the story of the first scene is that the people, like the president, doesn't even know that aliens are already here. Like that's the story, right? That, mm. that the people of planet Earth are so dumb 
that they oh. don't even know yet that aliens has, are already here. Has, has Tim Burton ever met a human being? I sometimes question because <laughs> every character in this in this movie is like, okay, these are not even human beings. They're like, I don't even know what they are, mm-hmm. but it's weird. It is weird. Well, he's always, you know, you're right about it. Always kind of feeling that way. The closest he ever gets to humanism is probably, oh, geez, what's the one with the the tree? What's that called? Uh, big Sorry. fish. Big, big fish. fish. Thank you. I always yeah. think of the yeah. cover, and it has a tree that's growing out of roots, and then okay. it forms the right, root. Yeah. Big fish is my favorite Tim Burton movie. And By far it, for me. Yeah, I love it, it. It caused me to look up all of his movies on IMDb and um, on some sorry Rotten Tomatoes and see what like where they stack. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not it's not his most beloved on Rotten Tomatoes. By other by people? Oh, no, not even. But it is for me, too. I love, 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 love that movie. But part of it is because uh, he does he hits at some serious humanity. It's almost like Tim Burton finally let down his weird shield and let some, yeah, human, yeah. His, some human emotion into his movie and still had, you know, had some outrageous things happening. But it was all, you know, caked in this, you know, realness. Well, and and I love that. And it's from, from my viewing, it's the right mix of Tim Burton magic and the rest of, you know, like the story yeah. like the story is the story is fantastic but it's not fantastic and weird or at least it's not weird in a off-putting way there are definitely some weirdnesses in it but mm-hmm. like there's a i don't know i just I, I feel like big fish is underrated and it's beautiful but it's not, again not top five or even top eight for uh rotten tomatoes that would be Believe it or not, Ed Wood is the highest rated. What? Really? Oh, yeah. wow. That doesn't surprise me. That thing had more nominations and more, you know, cred and I don't know. That, but yeah. it's exactly. It was it was Hollywood looking at Hollywood and they always get excited about yeah, that. They right? love exactly. That. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it was good. Two, don't get me wrong. And two through really five good. are Edward Scissorhands, Frank and Weenie, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Sweeney Todd. Um, Sweeney Todd is amazing. Yeah. I agree. I like I, it. I'm just saying, like, when you start looking at lists like this. You know, and then Beetlejuice is number six, yeah. and then Corpse Bride is number seven, and then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is number eight. Now we're down to we're at eighty three percent with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You, you look at a list like this, you're like, Tim Burton has this strange mystique about him that doesn't yeah. isn't even really supported by the performance of his films. Like yeah. he's he's yeah. way, he's considered way higher than his films actually are. Yeah, you know the, I mean? the math doesn't add up. It's as all people also get confused and think he directed Nightmare Before Christmas and he didn't. He he right. just wrote it mm-hmm. and it's his ideas and stuff. But Henry Selleck deserves that credit, and that always pissed me off because it felt like the animator was getting short shrift. It's like if you say, "Hey, what's your favorite Tim Burton movie?" Oh, I, or what's your favorite directed? And people always say, "Oh, I love Night Before Christmas." I'm like, "Well, he didn't direct that. He didn't." It's like, "Well, God that loves tells- doing that. We well, didn't direct that." Yeah, and it bums me out because Henry Selleck deserves more credit. Man, that guy did and right. made an awesome he film. He did. No one he gave did. him credit. Anyway, and uh, James the Giant Peach. I love that movie. You may have forgotten about it, but it's no. Oh, I love that movie. Amazing. It's great. Yeah, dude, that movie rocks. Are you kidding? I me? didn't. I tried to figure out. I didn't. The thing that was the most confusing to me, and to me, is the chicken in the bucket, is the genitalia in the bucket, because they mentioned that the <laughs> aliens they couldn't find the genitalia, but they sure seemed horny. Yeah, grab a especially bucket. for they Earth seem, women. They did seem this, horny. This this movie doesn't know what to do with all the sex jokes it wants to make. That's what <laughs> right. it comes to. <laughs> that's it's, a that's great because way of Tim putting Burton that. doesn't know about sex like he doesn't know about humans. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Was it just Good to point. keep it to a certain? certain um mpaa rating or probably 
right? Yeah, this, is P, this is PG 13 and it could have easily been R rated. Like they, yeah. man, with the, with the violence, the way people die in this movie. Oof. Well, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> according to the stuff here, Paul Newman was cast uh, originally and then dropped out as the president because he thought it was too violent. He's like, I don't want really? to do this. Yeah, it's too gross. That's what he said in the trivia. I don't know if that's true. But. He probably looked at the cards and said, nope, yeah. I'm out. They're also, they considered Michael <laughs> Keaton. They considered Warren B- Beatty. None of them worked out. Beedy, beedy, beedy. And I wonder if all of them would have had to have also done the the casino guy. I wonder if that was always in the plan, you know? like Paul Why Newman. can't Danny DeVito ever be oh. the president? Because Danny DeVito's too busy trying to give you his watch in exchange for his life. That's why. Right. Yeah, fine. That's what he does. By the way, his oh, total love screen seeing time. The, uh, oh, love yeah. seeing the uh, neon graveyard in there. By the way, oh, is that where they were? I wondered about that. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Way that's bigger cool. now than it was for there, but still, and that was before you could actually take a tour through it. I think they just, you know, that's where things were being stored. And uh, see, now uh, that's so cool great. because what that tells me is they went there because it looks like destruction there. Yeah. Like yeah. stuff is falling apart. They didn't do it because they were like, hey, this is where we store things. <laughs> they did it because right. it looks like this has all gone to shit since the aliens came. That's actually pretty, pretty cool. It's very cool. Although yeah. some of those signs still work and that wouldn't make sense, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and so I, I was curious about the Kennedy room uh, that Mark. Oh. <laughs> I think that was bullshit is what that is. Is that going to fall? It'd be great if there we, really we was barely, a Kennedy room, right. though. Yeah. We, our generation barely probably got that, that. Joke, I guess you could call it. Oh yeah, reference maybe. Yeah, yeah. but uh, oh yeah, the, the, the sexy. I feel like the sexy or the the hey Kennedy was just constantly having affairs. Right, the thing is our right. parents. That's our parents' scandal. I feel like the infidelity anyway. room. Yeah, yeah. With the with what looks like the hardest bed known to man. Yeah. Also, did but she have some weird? With Martin Short being in there, did know? she have some weird power? Remember when he was looking through the fish tank at her? What was going yeah. <laughs> on with him? Oh, they, they, yeah, they suggested earlier on that they maybe had some tele, uh, telekinetic power. Oh, maybe, okay. Is that what they, they were trying to do? Something like that. They didn't lean yeah. into it, but okay. yeah, no. they really didn't. I don't know. I don't, I mean, it was suggested as what if they can read our minds, but then like, okay, we didn't get, no, that yeah. did, no. Did, we don't make anything of that. They're just violent. They just want to kill everybody. Yeah. Do you guys want to know? Um, we're getting close to where it happened. So I'll just play this. <laughs> Gross. What grossed me out? Was it the uh, fish eating the uh, the <laughs> little gross. fake plastic finger that they threw in there with goo coming off of it? Nope. Just a, it was a nice effect, but no, that did. It not was just me. I've been thinking gross for the fish is what I'm. Thinking. Oh yeah, the fish. I, I mean, I feel bad for the fish because what the hell yeah. was that even? But um, no. But you're close. You're in the. I remember the, somebody. You're in the zone. I remember somebody picking up something and putting it in their mouth that. Oh, what was it? Am I remembering that right? <laughs> well, all right. So you're all very close. I'll just tell you because it's, it's you're going to go. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, oh, it's because Martin Short sticking his finger into uh, her mouth. Yeah, to the gum out. Yeah, yeah. you want it. her? That's do you? You're Lisa Marie. <laughs> what? You better get paid big money to let Martin Short put his finger in your effing mouth, dude. Ugh, <laughs> it's one of my least starting, favorite things. I find it. I'm like, starting to believe that Scott in Hell is uh, <laughs> is a dentist. <laughs> yeah. Definitely has an oral forced, fixation. Forced to be a dentist. Well, okay, in, uh, but Dennis, then I'd have to be forced to be a dentist who can never wear gloves. That would be the right, that'd be right. hell. The gloveless dentist. Yeah. But just imagine how often a, in his life a dentist or, or her life, my my dentist is a, is a her. Mm. Just imagine how often they look into a mouth and see an abscess. You know, like oh, uh, oh yeah. I Big. don't remember my dentist wearing gloves when I was a kid. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I'm yeah. trying to remember. It just feels like that was something that they didn't do, but it, it's got to be wrong, right? You didn't no, ever I think. I don't think. I don't think mine did either as a kid. Really? No, I think yeah. about it. Yeah, mine always. I promise did. you, they did. I hands. promise I, you, they did. If you they can't didn't, promise me anything. Look, if they didn't, did you go home? Were you were you, were you on happy gas, and then later your crotch kind of hurt or anything? Like, was there any? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I didn't have saying. oral surgery. I just had some <laughs> teeth cleanings and fillings. Christ, Scott. You didn't have like, uh, you I know. I brushed my teeth. You didn't have Dr. Watley buttoning his shirt up as you came to or any of that? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Well, the reason uh, the reason I, I think I am bothered by it might partly be due to dentistry in general. I don't like it. I hate it. No. I'd love to have a lady dentist. I never had one. Um, <laughs> the men are all gross. <laughs> And, I'd uh, love to have a lady dentist. Yes. And, and <laughs> but there's something like... There's there is a notion, and I'm not look. I'm not kink shaming whoever you are out there. If you're into it, you're into it. But this putting a finger in somebody's mouth routine is just foul <laughs> under any time, circumstances. I've enjoyed this uh, Facebook group called "I'm Not Kink Shaming." I'm just kink asking why. Yeah, why? Dude, I, why? It's fine. I think I think it's fine to kink kink shame. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I have some kinks, and it's fine if you shame me about it. All right, Brian, how do you feel about somebody putting their damn knuckle, knuckle, hairy knuckle in your face, in your mouth? How do you feel Wait, about that? As Gross. A, yeah. As a kid, as a kid, my dentist, the dentist my parents took me to, was a friend of the family, and his name was, uh, I think he's still, I think he's dead. His name was Jeff Drake. Yeah. And now, when I, whenever that name crosses my mind, I always think he's like a, a rapper who's in a video game. Jeff Drake. Jeff There's just something Drake. about like. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Dr. Drake. Or, or a, uh, yeah, or a uh, soap opera character. Oh, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Dr. That's Jeff Drake. Yeah. Dr. Doctor, hey, yeah, he's a doctor. Steve, Steve Martin used uh, played uh, the dentist in uh, a, a little, little shop, shop of horrors. horrors. Yeah. And Steve Martin kind of sounds like Martians, which is what we're talking about. <laughs> that, is, that is maybe my favorite ever. Let's bring it back to, to <laughs> the topic at hand. Yeah, well done. So that ack, ack, ack thing. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to hate that after a while. I actually, yeah. I actually really liked that aspect of the aliens that they were just I these hate, obnoxious. Hate we're your friends. Yeah. Don't run. Don't yeah. run. That was so much fun. The cruelty. That's what. That's what really played up the cruelty yeah. of the Martians, right? Mm-hmm. They, yeah. You know, the walking we're around. Friends, come on. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. Become I thought, a piece. I don't know why I thought that was working because it would normally be the kind of thing that annoyed me to no end. Yeah. But there's something about them just being chaos going. Ag, ag, I, ag, ag, ag. I just, and I love the scene where they were acting out in the field when they first land. And, the, you know, we got all the sp- loudspeakers and they're echoing. And even they're kind of like going, what is this? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, that's just a fun scene until the guns come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, no, I got a trope. Uh, one parent or the sorry, the parents like one kid more than the other. And this happened in the yes. stupid uh, trailer with uh, Joe Don Martin Luke or whatever his name is. Yeah. Joe Don Borgen. Well, What's his name? And and <laughs> we, we and we we steered away from uh, a little punchline I was leading up to earlier. So uh, Pam Greer has two boys, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the oldest, uh, the eldest of the two, is played by Ray J. Yes, oh, that it? Ray J. Oh. Wait, and really? if if you don't know uh, what, what I'm saying when I say that Ray J. Uh, this is uh, his second most famous uh, movie that oh, he ever really? made. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Ray no, J. Scott. No, Scott. No, hold God. on, hold Scott on, hold on, hold on. Ray J is the Ray J is the guy that was in the famous uh, Kim Kardashian porn tape. Yeah. 
Oh, that's yeah. him. Yeah. Really? You never hear about the uh, the other performer in that yeah. tape. Are right. you yeah. kidding me, dude? Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And and by the way, like uh, he's he's like uh, related to all kinds of people. He's Brandy Norwood's brother. Uh, Snoop Dogg is Ray J's first cousin. Like oh they gosh. they they share a pair of grandparents. You know? Wow. Wow. But, uh, He's yeah, also the older, the older of the two Pam. So you're kids. saying this is above Sharknado three. Mm. Oh, hell no. <laughs> the TV movie. You know what? Okay. You just, I'm glad you invoked the Sharknado name because I really did think that this was going to be something like that. And that's why I, I was worried about it. And it wasn't. I, I am sad. I am sad that they didn't do dinosaur attacks because that was the two stories they were looking at doing at the time what um, do you mean dinosaur like uh like uh, the the tornado opens up a cavern full I, of dinosaurs or something right or? i don't know because i mean i know mars attacks but the, the two things they had pitched at one point in time was dinosaurs attack or mars attacks in kind of like an homage to the dinosaur movies of you know the probably sure. even earlier than the 50s or this this you know the sci-fi stuff but the fact that they did mars attacks with the top cards really plays in well uh, but I don't, I, was there a dinosaurs attack? Was there was there a thing like that no. for Tops' will? Or is not that I anyway, remember? I don't remember any cards. Yeah, they didn't at the time. They they totally dismissed it because the uh, Jurassic Park, you know, had kind of taken that area, and they didn't want to seem like they were just you know being farce or whatever. So or parody. Oh, and so they they went with uh with Mars. I attack. take that I back. Like there were there were dinosaurs attack Tops cards. Holy cow! Okay. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah. Oh really? Did or, you find this on the web? I found this yeah. on the web. No, was it? That was me. Which Siri is just funny, found. Yeah, I, 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 I must have my watch up. I was waving my arms around. I was making the donut shape, and apparently Siri thought I was talking to talking to her. So. Wow, <laughs> donut shape. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. These look, dinosaur uh, attacks. Yes, they're more sticker looking, right? Like there, okay. there's a few. I guess it's both, right? There's the stickers, and then there's uh, things that look like, um. The Mars attacks with the dinosaurs coming after him and stuff, but right. these are 1988, so much more recent oh. than than the Mars right. attacks original cards. Well, they they had originally uh, they had been they had been kicking around Hollywood for a while. They was going to do a Mars attacks in the 80s, but you know yeah. it eventually landed in Tim Burton's lap, and I'm glad because it would have probably been really low budget if it had been anybody else. Tim yeah. Burton kind of could demand that money. I think somebody yeah. somebody else could do it. I think he was the right guy at the right time to, you know, if you're going right. to do it then do that. If you're going to do it now, do go nuts and go hard R and just really blow it up, you know? Like you could really right. go nuts with a movie yeah. like that right now. I don't know who should do it, but yeah, I think you could you could get away with some pretty gnarly shit in 2022. God, these yeah, these dinosaur attack cards do not look good. Like they look not, like Not like the other ones. Right. I mean, you know, they, they look like somebody, and these were made in 1988, somebody trying to capture the look and feel of the Mars yeah. Attacks cards and failing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's agree. a bummer. I can't, but it, we've, we've gone this far and we've barely mentioned Pierce Brosnan. He's a, another <laughs> another role in this. There's so many roles in this movie where you can tell the actor playing it thinks they are the lead role of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's and, a lot of that. That's true. <laughs> and... They're all just slightly off. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, yes, he does play the leading scientist of the time, right? Mm -hmm, and right. You, you like the generic, that's a trope, by the way, that there's just like one oh, uber scientist. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I miss that yeah. in these kind of but, films. Like, uh, it's gotta, it's gotta have a great name. You know, like there's only one scientist in the world. Like, right. There's only one real scientist. The like, smartest man in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like going on TV and sitting in a little egg and talking to Sarah. That, that he's, he's ultimately and wrong. There, That's the other part yeah, of this. You he, have to have that he's actually wrong about what he thinks he's he, right. Yeah. About. He 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 causes hesitancy in the military machine. So he's the one that creates the, the tension, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And at the end, it's, it's I just I just love that they don't make it. I love that he's just a head rolling around at the end and he can't do shit. <laughs> Making out with Sarah Jessica. That's yeah. just totally impossible. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's those awesome. two those two making out made me question mm. their ages, but I guess they're a lot closer yeah. than I would think they are. Yeah. Right? She's she's about what, ten years younger? Maybe not even Probably that much. not even that. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're not that far apart. Yeah. But at the time I he's think always, I would have gone. He's always they're played 12 years, older. They're twelve though. years apart. She's twelve, 12 years younger than him. Okay. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. Pretty close. And in this movie, she was. I'm just, I'm just visualizing them with their green screen uh, yeah. turtlenecks on, rolling back and forth <laughs> next to each other. Because that's, I mean, that's had to be how that was made, right? That's had that's definitely right. how it was made. And uh, Pierce Brosnan makes a more believable, like rolling back and forth. He like does. His head moving. Mm-hmm. But uh, hers is not. Like it stops for a while, and then it starts up and goes a little more aggressive, and then less. <laughs> I'm telling you though, her body and a tiny dog head is a freaking nightmare man that is way worse than the other way jeez way worse the other way is like oh weird but the other that way was like i don't like that thing at all especially because of how tiny it is compared to her body that's why yeah it's got this really bad proportion thing but it's also kind of realistic looking and the thing's barking like a freak it's just (laughs) yeah i don't i really dislike that it i i think this is probably the the most disturbing since we watched uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where that one guy had a head and a dog body. Oh that yeah, was weird. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, that was weird. Give me nightmares. That <laughs> that movie was weird in general. Uh, there's a uh, there's a thing going on right now in Peacemaker where uh, people are inside other people's bodies, and it bugs me. I don't I don't know what it is that, about that that idea, but it yeah. bugs me. I'm very excited to finally watch that. Swallow? I've heard nothing right? but amazing things about that entire series. Give us your take, Randy. How'd you feel about the ending and all? Well, I, you know, I recommended it on TMS a few weeks ago because, yeah. like, from out of the gate, I was like, "Oh, this is like one of the best things I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. And you, you need to watch. You need to watch it, right? Like, yeah. so, like, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I was recommending it after three episodes because I don't want you to miss out on that like cultural moment where you get to talk to people who also just watched it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's where it is. It's, it's that, it's that elevated for me. That I'm saying, don't don't sleep on this, and then watch it later, and then you're like, I want to talk about this, and everybody's like, yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. Do it now. It's that good. I feel like I feel like um, James Gunn is is now the Joss Whedon. You know, don't, don't put that on. Him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know what? That's yeah, a good I'd point. I'd much rather be the the shark jumper king of movies. Yeah. Than- I just I like I like this idea that somebody can still do this like ensemble stuff and and have it yes. feel good, but also have the it be good a little parts edgy. of Josh Whedon. Yeah, no, right, right. The, yeah. the parts we're okay to talk about. With My Josh. favorite part of Josh Whedon is when Dunaway calls him Josh. Josh, yeah, Josh. Josh. He's not. He, sure. I'll never call him anything other than Josh. Yeah, no, it's Josh fine. Whedon. I think you stick into those guns is, is the right way. To yes, do it. Ah, ah, yeah. Mm. Well, it's like uh, uh, James Gunn. Uh, didn't somebody? Oh no, there was. I thought there was a weird mispronunciation in this movie, but. 
Oh yes, it was. I I wrote it down too. It was when he was, when he was yelling for uh, as Jack Nicholson because he was doing different things. He was oh, always. Oh yeah, doing, like, I captured this. We'll talk you about did. it. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. It's Good really do, it's bad. I can't believe they yeah. didn't retake it. It's hilarious. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it because Good. no one wants to tell Jack you have to start over or something? Like I I not maybe. after I, not after The Shining. Sure. Yeah, he scares he's, me. He's never taken a second take after The Shining again. I'm a one take man. <laughs> The, uh, in my contract. <laughs> before we leave the cast and characters, uh, yeah. I just want to. I, I have a question for you. I want to bring up Sylvia Sydney as uh, Grandma. Okay, okay go yeah, she's great. Uh, <laughs> she, she's I loved great. her. Yeah. yeah, she was um, eighty-five. Yeah. when this yeah. movie was made, she died three years later. Oh, uh, oh. ninety-nine. She died, and um, oh, uh, she. By the way, if you if you look her up in the nineteen thirties, she was in a lot of movies. She was in like beautiful four or five movies per year in the 1930s. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, she's studio cool, gal. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous, really talented and, and uh, uh, successful. Um, but I'm talking about grandma in this movie and I have a question. I still haven't figured out what, what the answer is. <laughs> Is grandma crazy or is grandma crazy like a fox? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a great way of putting that. I, yeah, I think uh, she's, yeah, I think it's a little, little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think, like, she, I think she's occasionally becoming lucid and when she does, she, she's crazy like a fox. I think those aliens are not feeling good or a little yeah. sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like maybe she's, she knows a little too much about what's going on. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So she was, so her, she was really smart at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Like unexpectedly, her counterpoint, her 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 similar character, is across the country in Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is uh, the other person who seems to see right through everything. Right. She's a only weird. only Natalie Portman is a, like a teenager, and she's half full of snark. Right. So right. she's like yeah. laying on her she's bed watching Lydia. Going, basically, I mean, she's yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. funny. He's Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's hilarious. He he basically put that character in here. That's what he did. Yeah. 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 Wow. So then grandma is on the other end of every, all spectrums, right? She's, she's old, like Natalie Portman's young. She's in a, you know, you know what I mean? Like she's also kind of in a home. Like they're both kind of like in their bedroom doing whatever they do. Yeah. But I'm just saying like <laughs> at the same time, grandma is kind of portrayed like she's lost her marbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right. she's and got dementia or something. I just don't something. know for sure. I, I, you know, you never really find out the whole movie, even right. at the end, at the very, very end, they, the two characters I- meet. And you don't find out if grandma's crazy. Yeah. This this characters play really well in Raising Hope. And it's like uh most of the time mm. the grandma in Raising Hope is the Cloris Leachman uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Love you know, her. she's 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 not lucid, but when she is lucid, she's she's crazy like a fox. Yeah. yeah. So she's crazy. So you just never know. Because on the outside you're like, oh, I don't know. Mm. Kind of like how you felt. So I think, yeah. I yeah. think when she is lucid, she's she's on it. It's on purpose. Right. She's very good. In general, I went back. I deep dived her just to kind of see what was going on. And she's in an all sorts of things. Her face was immediately familiar to me, but I think it's yeah, from Beetlejuice because she was yeah. also in Beetlejuice yeah. Uh, yeah, as somebody's the, uh, mother. Her first contact in the afterlife, right? The yeah. uh, oh, yeah. right. You read your manual. Is here's that what your, she did? Here's your book. Yeah, right. Here's exactly. your book. Oh, that's who it is. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't. I could not place her, but I just knew it was that movie. Uh, yeah. You guys are totally right. Um, all right. The other thing I wanted to mention was uh, you should never get to kill the dog. That's Tara. That's a stub. <laughs> Don't kill the I dog. Was dis- yeah, I was disappointed because 
the dog kept barking at the aliens when they were on TV, but then when they were actually in the room, he didn't respond, and then he got zapped, and I was like, oh, okay. Wow, that was... Hmm. Go ahead and kill Jack the bird. Black. I don't care about the bird. That's fine. The dog... <laughs> Built the animals. Yeah, the, but the dog... I, don't kill the I, dog. Yeah. I agree with you up to a point, and the, this movie like made the point that these aliens are killing everything, and mm-hmm. people people are accidentally killing things too, like because they're trying so hard to fight the aliens. Mm-hmm. Right, and the movie literally ends with with the trope and all the animals gathered to pray. You know, like mm-hmm. like that, like the literally the end of this movie. <laughs> Is all the animals in the forest come out and celebrate and that sing, they're uh, alive? Right, to right. sing. Uh, it's not unusual with uh, yeah. Tom Jones. Not unusual to be loved. By the so way, that kind of the- makes up for it in my mind. The Tom like, Jones yeah, some- thing. I've always been really curious about the Tom Jones yeah. thing. What was his thing? So I asked my mom because my mom is the generation yeah. that loved Tom Jones. Right. I said, yeah. "What was the deal?" And she goes, "Oh, he was the Justin Bieber of our time. We just loved him. Yeah, and he was amazing yeah. and sexy and bam, 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 bam." I'm like. That's a. I don't ever want to hear an eighty-year-old talk about sexy ever again. Thanks, mom. Bye. The whole he was he was sexy. On the stage thing, yeah, just, uh, he, baffles he me. He had a so he has something that's you know it's not just good looks, right? He has something that is in his body, the way he moves mm. that makes mm. him sexy. The way he, this his voice. Yeah. There's other things. It's not just look at this guy. He's yeah. tan and sexy. No, there's something he's, else. He's still putting Mystique. out some, like more recently, putting out some really good music, like the right. uh, the Reload album from maybe probably around the time this movie came out. Some great covers on there with folks like the Cranberries and and uh, uh, not the Cranberries, uh, Cardigans, Cardigans and um, oh, okay. other like current you know contemporary artists. But then even recently, like last year, he put out a a really good album. That's yeah. I had no still idea he was still good. doing that. Didn't know he was still recording. That's crazy. Still yeah, he still looks good still too. Great. So it's yeah. new music. Yeah. Or is it it's mostly covers or yeah. no? It's new music. Uh, I think the last album had two, two, three covers on it, but the rest of it was all originals. And yeah. um, he did an album covering, I think, Bob Dylan. Uh, no, it wasn't Bob Dylan. Who was it? It was blue, old blues stuff. Wow, it's really good. Don't, like he's he's become a legitimate. Uh, we're totally not. And we're not we're totally we're totally not giving him his full title. Is Sir Thomas John Woodward? Oh, right, that's right. He's a yeah. sir. Right. Oh, has yeah. he been right. knighted? Sir Thomas. I didn't sir know Tom. that. Sir oh, Tom. Yeah. So wait, did he have to kneel down in front of the queen and get the shoulder shoulder sold sword? I, that is is that's the only yeah, way, right? I don't know, Welsh, but yeah, right. So I guess. Welsh, yeah. 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 yeah, I do like his uh, his accent. I actually like it when he talks more than he sings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so charming. Just his presence is charming. Yeah, it's but how hard do you, not to be charmed? How, how did how did Danny DeVito beat his credits? But Danny DeVito's on screen for like a minute, and right. he's yeah. on it way more. He becomes the hero oh, of the damn thing. There is yeah. another question I had, and that was: Did the opening credits of this movie and the c- credit cast order get changed later? Was this was mm. this the credit cast order that people saw in 1996? I have questions. Right. Oh, Danny DeVito was like, "I'll be in your film, but I, I got to be listed before Tom Jones." Mm. Tom Jones was doing his Vegas tenure thing right is that what he was doing this during this time probably is that what i'm thinking is that right when you you ask the question why is what made him famous like you got to remember he was in his 20s in the 1960s yeah and like he was about 28 when he was on the ed sullivan show and you just cannot in your mind you cannot overstate 
how important it was for Tom Jones to be on the Ed Sullivan show and to talk and like be a, you know, to be charming. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that is, that is a superstar rocket to fame right there. What's our, what's our equivalent of like Ed Sullivan thing today? If you're a musician, what do you, what do you count as that? Is it just YouTube hits? Sadly, like, uh, I know, uh, the voice or something where you get to be on to coach somebody else. Maybe there's nothing else like it. Right. I I mean, any sort of variety show like that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Fallon probably has a little something, not much. Most of the late night show, they, they, a little bit city limits. Uh, yeah things like that yeah i'm just trying but to think like where do you break out I, I don't know where that is now yeah the that's, internet yeah. Right. That's, that's absolutely right that's absolutely yeah. right right now right now there is a you know 23 year old singer who is about to gain several million followers on tiktok over the next few weeks by being right. amazing yeah and then they will you know parlay that into a career yeah you're i think you're right i think you're right it's no longer i mean i think from for a hot minute there it was you know, American Idol's literally built on this concept of right. Let's find yeah. somebody and have them break out. But I don't think that's so much it anymore. Break I think out. it is internet stuff, and I think it. I mean, I you know, like it or not, TikTok has already done this. There are multiple, yeah, like huge stars stuff. out of that. Yeah, and I don't know. They deserve it. They're they're really talented, and I think I like that. There's ways like that now, and it isn't just all down to one guy named Ed Sullivan and whether we want you on your show or not. Like that's gatekeepy mm-hmm. as shit. So you were uh, lucky. Yeah. super gatekeepy, but at the same time, people loved it. People loved the idea that yeah. they all had a television in their living room. They were all going to go home, you know, and everyone yeah. you yeah. knew had watched the same show last night, you know, oh, yeah. like that right. was very, it was what very are good. reruns. You watched yeah. it or you missed it. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> you watched yeah. it or you missed it. Yeah. Totally yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, wait till it came around again uh, in syndication or something too. Live in a very different time, (laughs) very different thing time now. Um, all right, let's, uh, oh, I wanted to mention my favorite comedy moment in the movie. There were a few that I, there were a few things that made me laugh, but the thing that really made me laugh was that the only band left in the world is a mariachi band. Oh. I love that. We need we need music. I love yeah. that. It was like, well, we need. What do you normally do for a ceremony like this? Yeah. The president's got to give a medal to somebody. I, you know what? We're yeah. all out of bands. Let's use the mariachis. Was, they survive. I mean, this film at his heart is all about the destruction of authority, right? So, I mean, that's that's what we're at. At the end, all authority uh, has been removed, essentially, and we, there's new authority. Yeah, grandma yeah. Yeah. and president's daughter in the mariachi band yeah yeah basically that's it like they they witness kid wanted to live in a teepee (laughs) yeah (laughs) witness kid that's all i could think of him as is witness kid yeah do the whole thing just stand on that toilet and that's not bad no no it's fine no no, that's a good thing to be remembered for for sure it's totally totally fine let's talk about sunday and i don't mean you know today which is when I'm recording this, not Sunday today. I'm talking about Sunday, the amazing, amazing lawn care program that I love so much. It's hard to imagine, but spring's almost here. Can you believe it? We're getting there. Uh, we are very, very close to feeling that soft grass under our feet, but we need to get our lawn back in shape. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing. It helps keep it healthy all season long. So if you're worried about all the chemicals you're using to keep your yard looking its best, well, traditional lawn care, they lay down like 90 million pounds of pesticides every year. That's a lot. So Sunday's different. They're on a mission to change how people care for their yards and uh, keep you and your family out of harm's way. 
How about that? That's important. Most of us might not think about our lawns in the winter, but this is the time to prep. you got to get ready. You're probably thinking you have so much work to do to get it green and healthy again, but Sunday takes care of all that work for you. You won't need to worry about it. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. We loved our experience with Sunday Lawn Care. Uh, the customization, how easy it was to use, the natural ingredients. I also liked how the free analysis took me no time at all. You just go in there and do a quick little zip around the website and it tells you what to do and how to do it. And bam, it sees your lawn and knows what you need. And then you're kind of done. It felt like it was the first time we really took our lawn care more seriously. And part of it was because the heavy lifting was being done by Sunday. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. With ingredients like seaweed, iron, molasses, you can feel good with the kids and the pets and all that around your grass. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. And then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered right to your door and when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes less than 15 minutes, and best of all, this stuff really works I cannot say enough about how green my lawn was last year. I loved it. You're going to love it too. Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash FilmSack20. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash FilmSack20. All right, uh, I think we can do some clips now if you guys are in the mood. Do it. All right, let's do, do these. It. Let's do these clips here. I got a bunch, and uh, we're going to start with this one. This is uh, this is the moment you knew Danny Elfman was involved. In that credit opener, I went, "Oh yeah, all right, Danny Elfman, there you are, buddy. I knew you were being here. Of course, you were I was so glad they were over their tiff. Yeah." They, did they, when was Jim this? Burton. When was this tiff? It was a tiff. Had? There really was a tiff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had they had a riff uh, during uh, the night nightmare. Uh, they they huh. had a little falling out, and so he didn't. He wasn't in, involved with Ed Wood, and so then he then they made up, and he's back for this. Well, he did. Or, Oingo Boingo did some things too. Just the, as the group, you know, mm. not, they did not, something too. Not then. I think they'd already broken up by. Well, no, I guess that's right. The the, the their their finale show was around the mid nineties. So maybe right. that was it. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. I didn't realize they were still making music then either. I thought they were done. Uh, all right, I'm here. just saying what's in the Wikipedia. No, no, no. It's all right. I'm all just, we have, I'm reading. <laughs> all we I'm have is the knowledge. All we have is the info we have. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's that. I think this is the one you were talking about, David, where they should have done a retake and nobody wanted to tell Jackie did it wrong. So, uh, enjoy. Extra terrestrial life. Terrestrial. Yeah. There you are. That's that it. Was the word. That was it. That's a frick, dude. That, I mean, that doesn't do anything for the character. I don't think it was intentional. I think they literally left a bad take in. I think that's it. What, extraterrestrial why can be, that, that could be a tricky word. Extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but extraterrestrial is mixing up terrestrial and terrestrial. Well, now but I that's where it. it's from, right? That's the root of the word, right? Terrestrial. Terrestrial Extra. is the right word, Terrestrial. Though. But he said ter- right. terrestrial. Which is okay. celestial. He took celestial and terrestrial and put them together. Ack, ack, 
<laughs> and then nobody said, uh, let's go back to start. Uh, Jack, you're back over there. The word is terrestrial. Okay, everybody, take yeah. two. Yeah, and he's like, I won't no be twos. doing that. That's not in my contract. I don't know what voice I'm doing, but it sounds a lot like that. <laughs> All right, here's a young Natalie Portman. Why don't you just leave the Roosevelt room the way the Roosevelts wanted it? <laughs> I mostly captured that for her laugh because that laugh was great. It was, it was good laugh. great. Yeah, she was great. Amazing first lady. You know, if you're if you're you want to make a, a first family that you kind of hate, except for the daughter, they did a good job. Good job of that. Yeah. Ben Johnson and Jackie Brown. Here you go. The boys haven't been home in two nights, and I don't know what to do. Listen, sweetie, you're doing the best you can. I could barely understand anything. Listen, ben listen, Johnson sweetie, said. you're doing the best you can. Yeah, yeah. he was With very humble casinos everywhere like in 1996 you just had like phone stations in the middle of a casino sure. really sure why not sure did they i don't know that, hey bib you're our expert and, did that they? and overhead televisions that just i was they, i was angered i was angered oh, really why they still have overhead televisions i started going to las vegas in 1996 mm. yeah i like that was my that was when i you know was old enough to go to las vegas and gamble and stuff and casinos were not a place where you where they wanted you to get distracted by you know the news oh no i disagree because they wouldn't put the news up there they put sports and they absolutely wanted you like sitting at a at a card table playing blackjack and occasionally yes. looking up to see the sports thing and not absolutely. thinking about oh should i hit on this so i hit on it and every and yes up. there were absolutely televisions and they were all playing freaking horse races 24 <laughs> 7 <laughs> there's no way they would have had the live tv broadcast of president clinton saying well yeah. i mean if clinton was announcing that martians were coming i think they would have interrupted the horse no, races no, no the guy running those tvs in the casino would have been murdered by the mob if he changed that <laughs> i think I'm it's uh, i think it's possible that they would have however i did like that everybody stayed in vegas didn't seem to care kept yeah, gambling yeah. the world's falling apart there's a giant explosion up the strip Nah, eh, whatever we're still in here we're still gambling everything well fine. who uh somebody was telling me about a time that there was a fire alarm in the casino that they were in that was me and they, that was it me. was you and the, yeah. you just watched as like all, all the people still kept playing the slot machines until they were forcibly like lifted out of their chairs by somebody yeah they had to move these you. people out of there because they could not be bothered i that blew my mind i couldn't yeah. believe it that year it was at three o'clock in the morning too <laughs> and we were kicked out of our rooms like we had to leave wow yeah, yeah. and so we're like walking through the casino i'm like these people are still people sitting are still here and there's like guards coming up going ma'am you're gonna have to leave she's like i'm she didn't want to leave and it's bad oh. people but those are the people who are pulling slot machines at three o'clock in the morning yeah, yes right i think they might have problems all right chasing that dragon yep, yep. never gonna get it all right here's uh an something ambitious i forget what this is i'm ambitious there's a difference oh it's uh hick uh hick jack nicholson saying he's ambitious there you go something there's about a difference a, yeah here's a line that i never quite well whatever i guess it just meant that the Jason character played by Michael J. Fox was kind of pervy. So here's this. You wearing a bra? You wearing a bra? You wearing a bra? You wearing a bra? <laughs> Is that a bra you wearing? You wearing a bra? Yep. You wearing a bra? Hey, hey, Doc. You, you gotta bra? get this bra back to 1985. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's your bra, Marty. All right. Here's DeVito needs shoes. Come on, come on. Papa needs a new pair of shoes. All right. Needs a new pair of shoes. Yes. Yep. That's pretty good. Love that it's crap stable. Yep. Accurate. All right. I love that Danny DeVito probably didn't need to be prompted. 
Like he probably, no. he probably decided what he was going to say. He probably, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I love that, that no guy, script. that guy's just Danny DeVito. I don't know how we're all going to remember him when his day finally comes, but, <laughs> but just, he's in everything and he's always there and everyone loves him and generation Z loves him. Like everybody yeah. loves Danny DeVito yeah. in any form he shows yeah. up in. I just, I don't I, know how you do that. It's a I crazy think, career. Owen. Owen. I think that's it. For Owen? me, Owen. Oh, Owen. Owen yeah. from Owen. Throw, throw, throw him the off train. the train. Yeah. yeah, that was your job. Owen, bring me a glass of water with some ice. <laughs> have Wait. you ever been in the same room as Danny DeVito? No. No, have you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> some years ago, I used to, yeah. uh, like, um, I used to come out to like Hollywood on vacation. Like, hey, let's go. Let's fly out to L.A. and walk around Hollywood and so on. Gee, when you sell it like that, I'll and, go. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was in, <laughs> I was just in like a bar, and Danny DeVito came in, mm-hmm. like, and you know had had a drink, sat at a table, but like as he was walking through, you can't see him. Like he's that short. Like you cannot. You, <laughs> well, he's you a cannot little see tiny the man, man. Yeah. Very in small. A cra- yeah. Yeah. Um, I would estimate. Uh, Four foot eleven, like yeah. If you're lucky, definitely under five feet tall. Yeah, he's a short and it just dude. like it makes you wonder four, when you see four him. Foot, makes, four foot ten, according to Wikipedia. Okay, when you see him, it will make you wonder how he, you know, how he actually made it was his way to being a star. Yeah, it's just right. It's just crazy because he's so small. That's, he's just this, but he stands out, right? Partly what I love about him is that he's this little. I mean, that's diminutive. That's as that's you're as close right. to dwarfism as you can be at that height and not be a dwarf. Uh, or right. uh, sorry a little person and uh the fact that he parlayed that into this gigantic tv to movie back to tv yeah. like just he's huge i don't know yeah. what that is he's huge in a small way that's amazing yeah. he's yeah. very good in cuckoo's nest by the way if you haven't seen that lately oh, oh yeah. yes yeah is he, he a cuckoo's nest wait a minute oh, hell yeah remember i said earlier him and jack yeah. nicholson reunion oh oh the red light's on yeah red light on there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the most red light heavy episode of film second. Big ever, time, big time. Uh, did somebody already say that? Uh, no. Oh probably. my god. No. Ah. But that's some Inception right there. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. Uh, not nice now. I don't know what this is. Enjoy. So long, retard. Oh. Just don't be touching none of my stuff while I'm gone. Okay, it's just not nice yeah. to say not now, retard. So long, retard. Not, I mean, <laughs> so long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so long. Play it again. Yeah, I'll play it again. Why not? Make to the make the most uncomfortable uh, line twice. All right. I also thought this was a little um, of its day. Maybe wouldn't fly today because I don't. I think they were implying something here. But I'll play it. You guys can tell me. The Martians have two sexes, like we do. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Androgynous, yeah. right? I see what you they're can't doing. Tell, right. they, they they deepened her voice. Yeah, I see what they're doing. Or did they right. lighten his voice? Yeah, I uh, see they're playing. They're humor. playing with us. Uh, yeah. yeah, humor. So I get it. Humor about people who are different than the norm. What we consider to be normative. Right. Mm, interesting. Or mm. as Mork would say, art, 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 art. All right. <laughs> Here's a here's a line. Here you go. This pussy cat is the most beautiful pussy cat in the whole world. Yeah, she's into that cat. <laughs> it makes you so dirty or not? Oh god, that I cat! Know. I yeah. took a picture of my cat sitting in my lap, staring up at the screen while she's rubbing oh. this taxidermied uh, uh. cat. I don't know how well it came through, but it's it's kind of funny. Oh my I'll gosh, bet you right. that really bothered me 25 years ago, but now I'm like, yeah. I would do that. Well, my my yeah. dog, I love my dog. I would do that. Yeah, I would do that. Oh, really? I love my dogs too. No, not me. Stuff my dog and put it in, ha- in the house? No, not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if I would pet it and be weird about it, but I might. <laughs> uh, you know what? No, I wouldn't do it. No. 
I've changed my mind. Forget it. I'll never I changed my mind. I'm yeah. backing out. I'm, I'm backing back out. out. I'm backing out of this weirdness. All right. Here's a. Uh, th- I, uh, I wrote this is not right, but I just think it's because there was a line in here I think is very weird. So anyway, I'll play it. Here you go. Richie, didn't you ever have a pussy of your own? Now that's weird. God, <laughs> Johnson. Isn't that weird? That doesn't sound edited at all. No, no, no. Yeah, it yeah. sounds clean. Edit. Yeah, it's right. It's right from the film. Of course. Like, how can you yeah. be wrong on that? That's crazy. I what a weird thing to ask. There. Yeah. Mm. It's weird how you can do a little edit and turn PG thirteen into R. Right. Like you can remove something and make it R rated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know That's what she weird. was. She was asking uh, witness kid, but uh, hmm. yeah. Mm. All right, here's... Oh, can someone confirm what Joe Don Baker is saying? I couldn't understand it, so here it is. Funny-looking little critter, ain't they? Funny-looking little old critters, ain't they? Okay. God, you are amazing at this game, Yeah, you are good at this game. I'm so with Scott. Like, I don't know what the hell he just said. Uh, You really I grew up in the South. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, that sounded perfect to me. (laughs) I don't don't see what you're missing. So now we'll play it knowing the answer here. Funny-looking little critters, ain't they? Okay, I can hear it. He's eating. Yeah, he's totally eating it this, it because he's eating. I think that was the problem. So there's yeah. that. A reminder not to eat while you're podcasting. All right, next one. For sure. Uh, reminded me of dumb, dumb away, done away. For some reason, I wrote. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean dumb away. This reminded me of you. I don't know why. There's something about it. The way it's. I don't know. I'll play it and see if you guys agree. <laughs> for some reason, you yes. remind me of those actor yes. guys. Gordon Flash. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they did it because it's kind of hard to say because they were doing a quack essentially and they were just dropping the QU, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's, at first it's very grating, but then it just, it's kind of humorous. It's very, it's, you could remember it really well. Yeah. I just want to, I want to top, get on top of what Scott's saying here as, as with my observation that it, Frank Welker is not necessary. For, to do this, wait, you is this Frank Welker? To go, yeah, it you is. Not need to go hire Frank Welker yeah. to do this. Like it just, it doesn't feel right to me. I didn't know. I have a right. segment thing for this. Hold on. No more Optimus Prime. I'm supposed to play that when I know Frank Welker's in a movie. I didn't know he's. I didn't know that was him. I had no idea. Had That's no hilarious. Idea. Yeah. Which goes to prove because it's you're right. not necessary. It's not necessary. Yeah, you're right. It, but you got so, a guy, but look, he's a card carrying actors guild guy, voice guy. Yeah. You, you, you what you going to call? Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyone, literally any, you're going to call Brian Dunaway. He could have done this. He could have totally done it done for it. much less. Yeah. But you're going to have much to pay your, your, your yearly dues and be a, I would just do it for the exposure. That's how I get paid. All right. Here's yesterday and tomorrow. You're worried about yesterday. I'm worried about tomorrow. 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 I like his I like his nasally uh, portrayal yeah. in that. I I like it a lot better than the president actually. It's it's surprising to see Jack Nicholson who I think in recent years plays well, recent years meaning last time he played like had a bunch of movies, uh, Witches <laughs> of Eastwick and all stuff around there, Terms oh, of Endearment, yeah. who always seems to play a variation of the same character, play a very different character than we're used to ever seeing him play. Yeah. Even doing weird mouth stuff and uh yeah. he's uh, doing weird mouth stuff. He is, he's doing weird mouth <laughs> stuff. Like he's moving his mouth I in a weird it. way. Like when you see him going back and forth as this dude is watching uh the president on the TV, it's like yeah. wow, yeah, he's really he's really playing up this weird character. Yeah, I kind of I kinda like it too. I like when Jack Nicholson was willing to not be Mr. Serious. It's on par with maybe yeah. one of my favorite character portrayals. I would say this is like 
like Tropic Thunder Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, that's a good acting. way. That's a great way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it yeah. Is. It's still, you know, my uh, Jack Nicholson, my favorite Jack Nicholson uh, role is definitely a guy sleeping in the front row of the Oscars. But this this is a close second. <laughs> yeah, this is close. He was my that was convincing, wasn't it? When he did that? Yeah. Always convincing every year. Yeah. Uh, always convincing yeah. this guy sleeping in the front row of the Oscars. I like that. He looks like a disheveled like like Wolverine or something at the at the <laughs> like yeah. the Laker games when he would show up on the goal yeah. lines or whatever. Yeah. Just look horrible like something uh, yeah. he's gonna die any second actually i'm a little worried about him i don't know where he's at and what he's doing <laughs> somebody please check on jack nicholson someone go check it'll be fine all right here's uh here's brian's favorite line uh dunaways that is what confounds me most of all gentlemen is the lack of genitalia yeah the gi- lack of genitalia <laughs> the lack of genitalia it concerns me the most yep uh randy you gotta interpret another one there's pam greer mumbling so tell me what this sh- what she says here well, i'm gonna be seeing you tomorrow What'd she say? I'm well, going I'm to be, be seeing, seeing you, you tomorrow. Oh, I couldn't I hear that. Now I hear I it. was asked, but whatever. Well, no, I mean, uh, I, she was sorry. I wanted to. <laughs> she was upset. I wanted to prove how upset. easy it was to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to, you know. I just wanted to show that I could do it too. Yeah. You did a good job. <laughs> you did great. All right. Blew up. Oh, this is good. Blew up Congress. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> So she good. was a so chaos, there, chaos you know, demon. Do you see crazy. what I'm saying there? There, yeah. um, she seems kind of evil. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not wrong. Blew up Congress. Ah. Yeah, she's super, super a, crazy. I again, 25 years ago, I would have said that is the stupidest thing that's ever been put in a movie. There's no way that these people, these aliens who have already murdered millions or however many, would be allowed to come to Congress with guns. There's no way right. I would have said that. And, and that's probably why I hated the movie, because I was like still seeing it like that. Nowadays, I know a little yeah. bit more yeah. about America. Yeah, yeah. we're less naive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it doesn't surprise me at all that the idiot Congress people allowed aliens with guns to come right in there. Yep. I think you're I think you're right. <laughs> uh it's almost like we have a recent example of this, weirdly. Uh, here, okay, here's a, Aliens. we have, uh, we have to, oh, I, I, you know what? We still haven't said who I think, or this, okay, oh, ah, shit, stop. Uh, she's yelling again. Sorry. Here's what I wanted to say. Let me get my brain together. I think the person that stole this movie was Rod Steiger and we have not talked about him at all. Oh yeah. That yeah. guy cracked me up multiple times, uh, right. as the, uh, gun, gun happy, ready sure. to blow everything up general. Yeah. He was yeah. great. I, I think that I guy laughed is great. out. The, I laughed out the okay, so a lot of his scenes were shot with him just independent, like him standing somewhere, and I don't even think about this on set, and he was just acting to what he was supposed to be seen and when uh when when Glenn Close uh, Marsha said something about blowing up the aliens and he points at her like yeah. she gets it. That made me laugh. I laughed. That was a great moment. Right. I made a gif out of it. I loved it so much. It was so good. Oh, did you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I'll use that for that, all sorts that of right reactions. right there. Yeah. It was really good. Just a, anyway. Just a reminder, we saw Rod Steiger previously in Duck, You Sucker. Oh, all right. Mm. Is that our only other uh, thing? That we've no, seen? he was in Amityville Horror. I guess that was, he was the priest. Oh, he was. Mm. Yeah. Did we okay. see Amityville yeah. Horror? I don't yeah. Remember. We did. Okay. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that no memory. Way. My memory. Uh-huh. My memory yeah, on that one is fuzzy. Fuzzy. Because I couldn't. I didn't like. I freaked out seeing that in the theaters. So that was my, like, oh my god, this movie is nothing. Experience for this uh, for the show. Right. We have a lot of those. I like that when that happens. Yeah. Um. All right. Here is him yelling. We have to nuke them. We have to nuke them now. Yeah. 
You gotta nuke him. <laughs> yeah, that was good. First, we're gonna nuke him. Uh-huh. Then we're gonna kill him. Then yeah. we're gonna. <laughs> and then the president Another says, "Tim Burton, uh, Pee Wee's Big yeah. Adventure, big time." Uh, yeah. Here's a uh, here's here's the president saying, "There's a lot of angry shutups." Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Good lord! <laughs> I don't know that's when he realized that that he has been playing it so laid back right because that's not his usual play you know he's usually it goes nuts and so yeah, yeah. Was nice jack nicholson yeah it was good to see that yeah you don't have a jack nicholson in your movie and not have the freak out this is your you this is your it. you can't handle the truth moment kind of yeah yeah we're in our third decade of making fun of angry acting and mm. i mean it was it, that wasn't good scott he had to he had to draw breath in the middle of his line like that's a that's just that's uh i disagree i think that's some good angry acting right there that was some mighty fine it. angry acting uh here's the only line i remember from the promotion stuff back then and someone already uttered it today i think it was it but here it is i want the people to know that they still have two out of three branches of the government working for them and that ain't bad I think that is a great that line. Bad. That ain't bad. That is the most Jack Nicholson delivery yeah. you're ever going to hear. That I, ain't bad. I really like that line. It's a very yeah, funny. That's maybe the one that lasts the test of time. All right. Best scream we've had in years. I'm about to play for you. I don't even know who Ooh. made this scream. I think it may right. have been. This is after Marsha died. So I'm not sure who, who this is, but I'd love that. Oh, Joe Don Baker's wife, whoever. I'm not sure who played her, uh, but she made this sound. <laughs> Amazing scream. <laughs> Do you hear wow. that thing on the tail end there? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Love Ooh. that scream. I don't know her name though. She seemed like okay. maybe someone I'd seen it's before. The, she's she we've seen her and she's another Edward Scissorhands like Tim Burton used all the time. But she was the the weird, like okay. there's something mystical all going right. on in that house kind of uh that so that's so that's Olan Jones. You yeah. saw you saw the name Olan Jones in the credits. Okay, yeah. all right, that's yeah. her. That's her that's for sure. And uh, she has just an absolute ton of bit character roles. Yeah, like she's just she's just woman woman off to the side, you know, in everything. And she's and it's O dash L A N Jones. Yeah, weird, weird. Okay, that is weird. Yeah, yeah, Esmeralda in uh, Edward Scissorhands. Okay, uh, my my she, favorite thing about Olan Jones. Is that you? You want to look up her birth name, right? Like, what was her yeah, birth name? Yeah. So, so we get from there to Olan Jones. Her birth name was Olan Barna. It <laughs> uh-huh. so, so doesn't fix the you problem. You didn't oh. learn anything. No, nope. that's hilarious. Learn nothing. With the hyphen. Yeah, it is. Look at yeah. that. That's funny. She was Olan a waitress Jones? for the Ray J. episode Ray J. of uh, Seinfeld. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It was the Moops. That was yeah. okay. Was that's great. Now she. I have even more respect. All right. Moving on. It ain't unusual, eh? It ain't unusual, eh? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, yeah. That was Dan DeVito, by the way, if you didn't know. Yeah, if you didn't know. I'm sure Tom yeah, Jones probably knew. Yeah. It feels like I'm watching. Uh, Van, whenever he's over here, wants to watch um, Disney's Hercules. And he plays oh, Hercules' as, uh, trainer, the little uh, goat. Yeah. Trainer. Yeah. I forgot his name. Anyway, it's all I hear when I hear DeVito talk is that movie. Like this one. Anybody got a pen? All right. Everyone got a pen. That's how we end our clips. We now do this. (laughs) 
Presenting the film sack checklist for this film. If you play enough Time Crisis in the arcade, you can too save the president. Ah, All right. Okay. Tom Jones got more screen time than Danny DeVito. Check. (laughs) Finally, Rod Steiger steals your whole movie. Check. Hey, uh, Star Trek Connections. I mean, we know about Paul Winnefield. We've done him multiple times here on the show. Uh, He's when the walls fell guy and also disintegrates himself in the second movie. But who is anyone else? So, and I I just, yeah, I I just want to, like make that really really clear paul winfield field sorry paul winfield who was the other general right yeah in this movie the soft he general. was the general yeah. didn't want to hurt anybody yeah yeah he was in wrath of khan and he was uh darmok and jalad he was uh, his character name was captain dathon mm. in that episode darmok yeah. um oh frank welker is our other one like uh there's uh there's a lot of people in this movie they didn't appear in star trek but frank welker we've now seen frank welker in 21 film wow. sack movies heard him anyway well yeah exactly yeah. heard yeah <laughs> we maybe haven't seen him but we've not seen the name frank welker in the credits for 21 <laughs> film sack films that's a lot um in this one he's credited as just doing everything all the voices of the aliens as necessary um, in Star Trek Three, his credit was Spock's screams. I kid you oh. not. Oh, when he was a kid, when I he can't was a be baby. screaming. When he was yeah. when he was going through the oh, chalk tar or whatever the hell. Yeah. The, the Jack Parr. The Jack Parr. Yeah. <laughs> and you know? then and then this is wild to me. They hired Frank Welker for Voyager to just do some alien sounds. Oh, right. he just made some alien sounds. I mean, he's for a guy. Voyager. He's a guy that could do that. that's it well well done frank you are the prominent star trek connection today despite is it when i always say winifield it's not it's winfield paul winfield okay an extra all right i'll remember that uh soundtrack great i give it a d e a s for danny elfman as shit well, good call. It's yeah. nothing only, wrong with that. It's fine. Fits. I never, I never really felt like I was being hit over the head with Danny Elfman. Mm. Like it's mm. Danny Elfman for sure, but it's nothing. It's not even close not to the, like. You have to admit that opening credits with the initial attack that was that was the most yeah. it got, yeah, and then that the was rest the of, most yeah. Danny Elfman we had there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, he's so good though. How's he doing? I, I just, is he all right? He's good, right? He's still doing stuff. He's, he's fine. Is he doing yeah, I, just, um, How you doing? I saw him doing last good? month uh, okay. performing with uh, the Colorado Symphony Orchestra. Oh, that's right. You raved yeah. about that. And he, he, they did the opening music from this. Oh, no way. That's cool. Yep. Uh, and he, he, but the Oingo thing's never happening again, right? We're done. No, it bums me out because, I mean, I, I love the band so much. I have a sticker on the back of my car. I have two stickers on the back of my car. Oingo, Boingo, and the Shield logo. And, oh, uh, I was really little... thinking you were going to say uh, Dave Matthews. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. So like, yeah. I just, But I just want to ask the question. Like when, you, when Scott said, it's Danny Elfman as shit, Brian Ibbett, what, yeah. what would you have said is the most Danny Elfman as shit thing? Oh, geez. The... Uh, the music that plays when Pee Wee Herman's uh, Rube Goldberg device breakfast yep. making machine yep. is, is that going. was that was my second thought. That was my, my second <laughs> what thought. Was your was first? Desperate <laughs> Housewives. Any any uh, any transition in Desperate uh, Housewives. Literally, yeah. literally every three minutes, someone sneaks out of a house and across a yard, and there's Danny Elfman creeping creeping That's along music. Okay, forgot, I would not have forgot he did that. Personally, yeah, I guess I think of the Simpsons lower on my list, but I get it. I see it. I think of the Simpsons first. I don't know why, but I do. 
that feels like that might be that might Which be a one lot do you of people. Think, you think of what first? The Simpsons. Oh, sure. Yeah, the yeah. opening to The Simpsons just kind of is. I don't know. Yeah, it's just everything he does. When you when you hear him back to back like we did at the symphony thing, it's like you you uh, uh, you start hearing those things that like the hallmarks that he's known for, and, and it's not you know the primary one is that boom dum 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 yeah dum, yeah, but then there's also like the the high yeah you know stuff like that that they put in there. It's like oh yeah all yeah. That. It's Elfman as hell right there. I'm telling yeah. you, if you can find it, watch the Hans Zimmer concert film. Uh, I'm forgetting what it's called, but That's, there's a concert film. I didn't Hans know Zimmer. That, that sounds okay. great. And it's and it's it bumps around on different streaming services. And it's uh, what's great about it is you don't ever get that feeling that everything he does sounds the same. Yeah. Uh-huh. He like every every track they and of course they've ordered the tracks so that they're specifically you know like they kind of have a little connection between them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everything he plays live in concert, it's it sounds different. That's it's genius. That is, I love him. So you you had me at there's a document or there's a concert <laughs> film. I'll have Hold to on, check I'll that out for you. I think his work on this new Dune movie is the best thing, some of the best he's ever done. I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. And just absolutely screaming to the Oscar, right? Hans yeah. Zimmer is getting the Oscar for that, right? Oh yeah. yeah. If he doesn't get it for that, I don't know even what we're doing. I guess there's probably there may be other stuff I haven't seen that's really good, but it's a very good score. And I'm biased, so there. Oh, it is not streaming for free. It's called Hans Zimmer Live in Prague, and you have to spend four bucks to watch it on Apple TV right now. Oh, I'm oh. Is, Forget it. That's like a hooker in Prague as well, at price. Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, let's move on to Are this. You, uh, let's do this Twitter post. This is where <laughs> you guys in 100 and... I'm sorry, I keep doing that. 280 characters or less uh, get to uh, break this film down to its core pieces. Let's start with Randy. I'm going 277 this time, guys. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Count it. Mars Attacks. You know everyone in it. I mean, kind of. You, you know that that lady from the, um. You, you know. Oh, and that one guy who was in the show with uh, the, but they all die. Every single one of them is dead, except Natalie Portman. Oh. Just like a Saturday oh. night at Ibbotson. Ah. Oh. <laughs> dead That's great. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Jeez. I didn't realize there's such carnage at your on your weekend yeah. Uh, yeah. skirmishes. Yeah. 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 My Saturday nights have just taken a yeah. really dark turn lately. <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> Pandemic. Natalie Portman. Pandemic's been rough on a lot of us, but boy, howdy, has it messed up your Saturday nights. All right. Nicely done. Moving on to Brian Dunaway. Mars attacks. Ack, ack. The answer to the impossible question. Sarah Jessica Parker down bottom, Chihuahua up top, and that ain't bad. <laughs> he just reminded me. Of, no, no, hear me out. Oh, there's puppies more. give great kisses. <laughs> oh, is that it? Not not Chihuahuas though. No, no, no. Never. Well, I'm Bite sorry. You. Chihuahuas give great kisses. Oh, that's fine too then. Uh, real quick here, it just reminded me of that song by Billy Joel where he says "Heart Attack Ack 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 Ack." It reminds yeah. me of this. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a Vietnam song. Um, no, it's, uh, it's pressure, now. isn't it? Yeah, it's pressure. Oh no, no, it's not. No, not pressure. Is it? You want to know? Give you heart attack. Ack Ack. You want to know by now? That'll you get for your money. That's such a waste of time. Moving it all. Moving out. There you go. Yes. I'm moving out. Okay, that's it. Nicely done. Uh, who's left? Brian Nibbit. Brian Nibbit. I, I kind of have two, but I mushed them together. Uh, Mars Attacks. After watching this movie, I think somebody needs to keep an eye on that insurance duck. Mm. By the way, 
Uh, By the way, Perump is sticking out of Jack Black's pants. <laughs> You're a sick bastard. Sick bastard. There's so many towns that I, so many towns across, especially across the West, that I just assume that was a native word or native name. Yeah. A lot of them must be right. We have one yeah. called Scipio, and I have nowhere to, where that came from. Scipio. Huh. Scipio. Probably a yeah. Native American thing, but I have no idea. Scipio. There's like a there's like a small vacation town in the mountains in California called Truckee. Oh yeah, with Chewies. Yeah, yeah. Truckee. Right. It's probably and, uh, it's a perfect example of that was that was a Native American word. Oh, it have to be right. You <laughs> think? Um, all right. Well done, everybody. Let's move on now to the alternate titles. Yes, that's right. This movie was almost called Mars Akax. Okay. <laughs> didn't, hap- didn't happen, though. They, they pulled off whatever. Uh, the other one was almost called Stop Feeding Tim Burton Whatever He's Eating. All right, moving on to emails. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's stoned all the time or something. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Uh, Ryan from Florida wrote in to filmsack at gmail.com and had this to say. Dear Sackers, been listening since around episode 50, and I love the show. After listening to the Batman Begins episode, Scott said that Michael Caine never phones in a role. I would like to present On Deadly Ground as a counter. It's an old Steven Seagal film where he is the villain. Uh, we'll have okay. to check it out. He says, also, iRobot is on H- HBO Max right now, and you have not sacked it yet? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Thanks for all you do, Ryan. Uh, I've never the two dick. Yeah, yeah, the two dick, right? Yeah. The two dick. It's got two dicks. Uh, he, uh, he, that movie's great. And we should watch iRobot. Uh, but to address his yeah. first thing, I don't, we didn't see on the deadly ground here, right? No, but I love how he feels like he has to explain that on deadly ground is a Steven Seagal <laughs> movie. Like that's, that is literally the one thing I know about on deadly ground. <laughs> yeah. Even lose, if you I didn't lose know all my other memory yeah. and I'd still remember that on deadly ground. Even is if you Seagal didn't movie. know that you would know it just you from hearing it, it just based yeah. on the name. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we have. And if we haven't, we should, that seems like a fun thing. And if that's got, you know, Michael Caine phoning in a role. I would sure like to see it. Yeah. That'd yeah. be all right. So let's put both those on our uh, wish list. We got iRobot yeah. and uh, okay. On Deadly Ground. Okay. Uh, okay. Keaton, Keaton wrote in. Michael Keaton. No, someone named Keaton. Oh. Uh, mm. Says, hey there, Sam Wise, Boromir, Bilbo, and Rivendell. <laughs> like well done. Yeah. You're all the initials. That's pretty good. Uh, it says, during your Geostorm episode, you mentioned other movies it was up against at the box office. At the time, my wife... And I could see from a mile away what a stinker Geostorm was, so we opted to go see The Snowman instead. Uh, To this day, it's the biggest examples in my mind of movie letdowns. It's a murder mystery crime thriller that had such a solid first half and then fell apart so completely in the second that I think it would make a really great film sack discussion. If it ever circles back around to streaming services, I'd love to hear your guys' thought on it. Thanks for considering Keaton. So this is the um, uh, Magneto's in it. New Magneto. Um, uh, yeah. Fastbender. Fastbender, yeah. And I remember seeing the trailers and stuff for this and thinking the same thing, like, that looks cool. We should see that. And then the reviews were really bad. Like, mm. I don't remember if them talking about the last half being the problem, but they were so bad. Um, but I'd be fine with that. We haven't done a murder yeah. mystery in a while, mm-hmm. so why not? We'll also get that on the list, Keaton. How about that, buddy? Yeah, I like it. What do you think about that? Yeah, what do you think about that, Mr. Keaton? Uh, for the rest of you who are like, man, I'd sure <laughs> like to email the show. It's real easy. Just send us an email, filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film is, Randy, I don't know. What is it? It's Stealth, Jamie Foxx. It's oh, Stealth. Yeah, yeah, Stealth. This is a... Yeah, this is a Rob is. Rob Cohen movie. We've we've just we're working our way through Rob Cohen, right? We saw Dragonheart, Triple X, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Uh this is 2005. It's a uh, stealth. It's about a plane. 
We ought to get a stealth plane. (laughs) Um, We think it's about a plane. We're not sure. We'll just tune in next week. A sentient plane. Yes. Uh, It's got Justin Bieber's wife in it. Uh, uh, Jessica Biel is in there. Uh, And I guess it's Justin Timberlake. Or Timberlake. Sorry, uh, not Bieber. You might want to. Yeah. Yeah, he's with a bald one or something, right? We're Steven. Get, sorry, we're getting emails from Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Would be stoked next week. Hello, Brian, Brian, Scott, and Randy. <laughs> this is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Jessica Beale is actually married to me. Yep. Signed, Justin, bringing Just sexy saying. back, Timberlake. Yeah. See you later. And this, anyway, yeah. This is this is one of those movies where it's like, I can't believe they got Jamie Foxx. Like, he had already done Ali and Collateral and Ray. Like, the year before this, he had done Collateral and Ray. Like, oh, my God, how did you get him in this weird movie? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, he was having a moment there, and this was. seemed to take away from that a little bit, if I recall right. Um, and someday we will get to the Bruce Lee Dragon movie that Rob Cohen made. That's a great movie and should be watched even... It's it's sackable in some ways, but I also think it holds up. It's very good. Yeah, I don't think we're watching Rob Cohen because he's bad. He's just not good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like uh-huh. smack talk. Do you know what I mean? We're not, he's not bad. No, he's like, it's better than saying he's bad. Yes, yeah. to say he's not good. Yeah. 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 Like for years, I've I've been waiting to uh, get the movie Daylight on our list. Right. Oh, yeah. What's Daylight? Remind Stallone. me. Oh, Stallone. What is that one? What do you do there? It's just me under the, the in tunnel. a tunnel, stuck in a yeah. tunnel. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I could. That sounds like fun. Actually, I think. The it feels like a movie we've already seen. That one I thought we'd in. already seen, but I guess not. Mm. No. It's a, it's good, though. And I mean good for film sack. Yeah, you don't mean good for Oscar. Good yeah. for film sack, yeah. yeah. It's definitely it's not good, good for, for anybody else. It's not good <laughs> for anything but this. <laughs> I also want to eventually in my lifetime see Copland. I never saw it. It's oh, bit, Copland is... Yeah. I really like Copland. Or is it I Get Carter? I, I can't think of which one I'm thinking of. Maybe it's Get Carter. Yeah, I don't well, know either. Those Get are Carter movies. is good. Yeah. Is, yeah, is it good? Like, Copland is Stallone, and he's a cop, and he's all and, old and ineffective. Yeah, he's now. In I never, the land saw, never saw Copland. Okay, all right. I like it. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. It's just one that's always like been there, and I went, should I see that? I don't know. I did do a thing. It's kind of a cardinal sin. I can't believe I did it, but I watched the. Oh, new... I watched another thing. No, I watched. Well, I you know I was looking for something to watch for recommendals next week, and I watched the new, uh, Chains- Texas Chainsaw Massacre that just landed on oh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. And the guys that made don't uh, don't speak or whatever the hell that was called, where the guy was blind but he wrecked everybody's day, whatever that was. <laughs> they also made the remake of Evil Dead. Anyway, they uh, I watched that, and after I finished it, I went, "Oh, that's a film sack movie." Like it really was, yeah. and I should have saved it, and I didn't. But you'll hear what I think about it on Wednesday's TMS, everybody. If you want to hear, cool. Uh, they had a gnarly beheading that you've all seen. Now, yeah, the gif. that gif it just yeah. kept playing over and over while I was trying to figure out what it was, and uh, <laughs> it's gnarly. Ugh, yeah, it's God, really it's bad. Disturbing. There's yeah, a whole. I they, had to keep typing things just to get it to scroll <laughs> off of my Discord. I love doing that. I love it when I post something like that. It's like, ah, get off. It's uh, it's something else. But anyway, we'll talk about that then, and maybe a future episode. Who knows? Um, that'll do it for us. Filmsack.com is our website. Please go there on the frequent. If you're looking for anything to do with us, that'd be great. Filmsack at gmail.com is that email address. On Twitter at Filmsack, and you can leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. What is this, Filipino New Year's? We'll, <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network.
Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh, I didn't play the shit. <laughs> <laughs>